and welcome back to Talk to Tech. Here again, we have a number of topics, including giant downloads of Modern Warfare, causing people to say hell with this game, along with numbers of Halo Infinite have dropped drastically to the point of despair. That drastically is not the word for it. But apparently it doesn't matter. Word is, I'm right, I'm right, I'm right, you're <laughs> wrong. We also have Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild delayed till next year. Probably for good reason, because of competition. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, I have a feeling like, I have a feeling like Breath of the Wild, I, I think it's not just delayed. I think they're going to add some shit, because I feel like they're going to, like, the comparisons would just be like, oh, your game is nowhere near as deep. <laughs> yeah. That's like, I like Breath of the Wild, but Breath of the Wild is shallow in comparison. Oh, yeah. They're going to add Master Quest. Master Quest only added a few dots. Like, it wasn't much. That I hope custom. they do no, fucking know, dungeons. Just, that's what I want, dude. The dungeons were different. That's all. <laughs> not much though. I wasn't. Yeah. I wasn't super impressed with Master I, Quest. I played through it. I, I like, did not I, like the way the dungeons worked in the the new Zelda. But we'll get to that when we uh, we'll talk about it. Um, and then we, on the other side, <clears throat> we're gonna get into Dyson Zone headphone mask wearable thing. <laughs> I'm a bobber. Stupid. Wait, <laughs> wait, wait. Dyson does vacuums. I'm not putting that shit anywhere near my head. Well, Dyson is it's an oil It'll suck you dry. And your mouth is Oh my gosh. Uh, oh really? Uh, I'm gonna have to call Dyson because I could use a date. Uh, <laughs> Intel Arc desktop GPU release date preview this summer. Get to that. So also have Apple sideloading apps is possibly going to be allowed Ooh. after EU uh DMA requirements. So why don't they allow that here? Like I can know I know how to do that already, but come on, just make it normal. Anyway, we'll get to that though. Well like uh, doing APKs? Yeah. Well there wouldn't be APKs on this, but you know, Well yeah, it'd yeah. be something else. Um anyway, we also have the poster revealed. This is one movie I'm I can't wait to see. Um, the Northman. Oh, then I'm not I'm not excited at all if that's the case because <laughs> Nate never likes good movies. Um, the Northman, like I saw the trailer like a couple like a couple months ago. The first time I went back to a theater, this is the first trailer I saw before the movie, and I was like, oh my god! And then when I looked up, I found it's based off the same poem that the anime saga, the anime uh, Vinland saga is based off of. It's based off the same Viking poem. Yeah, but you've already ruined it because you just said you you're waiting to see it, so I expect <laughs> it to turn out bad. Um, yeah, so I, I can't see it now. Yeah, it, the trailer looked amazing. So waiting on that second season. They keep saying it's coming. Then we're going to get into, what do you call it, The at the end, uh, Shadows of the Sith. Uh, this book's going to take place between episode six and episode seven. Um, and it has changed the game because there's an excerpt that came out from the book already that really, really changes things and pulls things back to some of the original lore, which is really cool. So, so gonna, what you're saying is they're retconning the bad movies as much as possible. Um, and in the well, I'll get into it, but uh, basically it comes down <laughs> to well, it basically it comes down to Dave Filoni is pulling from this is he had to have read the original script uh, from Return of the Jedi to do what he to do approve what they did in this book, and I'll get into why, but that'll be at the end of the podcast. Um, so stick around if you want to tech if you're a fan of Star Wars and want to know where they're going with this. It's really really interesting and pretty mind blowing what they're doing. So. Yeah. Anyway, before we get into all those stories and more, what has everybody been up to? What have you been playing? <sighs> I've been playing a simple game called Open Your Mouth and Take the Punishment. 
in which I mentioned that I've been wanting to do a cyberpunk campaign, <laughs> and then the two nuts I work with decide that I should do a cyberpunk campaign. Hmm. And then I spend fucking hours upon hours doing cyberpunk stuff for fucking fancy grounds. Well. So we're doing a cyberpunk game. <laughs> Get on board, people! Shotguns and handguns! Oh, yeah. Uh, Other than that, nothing really, because I've been working on the map so much. I did a little work on the other two campaigns, just to keep them out ahead. I got the new the new Lost Legacy arc set up with everything but... Hey. Um, Here's an idea. What? Just an idea. Mm-hmm. You could do a cyberpunk game that's the prequel to the current campaign we're doing. It wouldn't fit at before all. The, before the breaking of the world. It, it wouldn't fit at all because the world broke during um, steampunk era. Oh, shit. Okay, well. But! <laughs> you could do a steampunk one. Mm. Steampunk's awesome. It's a biohazard. Anyway. Well, I need the resources. And there's a lot of cyberpunk <laughs> resources to draw from. It, it's oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Anyway. What has everybody else been up to? Everyone else. You mean one other person? <laughs> I uh, <coughs> I, I just played some Call of Duty in Call of Duty. Well, we have a topic for that. Yes. <laughs> Think of me, friends. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Stayed up talking to the to the Dungeon and Dragon uh Dragon Quest crew. Yep. Oh, Dragon Quest crew. <clears throat> so we were just talking for a while. So I've been obviously well. I think I'm done playing Elden Ring for like probably like about a week or so. I'm going to go back to it and get the rest of the endings. Um, but I have accomplished everything in that game. Except for... Except beating except the game, PvP. There is... Uh, I need three more. One is a weapon because I couldn't get the armament uh, achievement because I missed one weapon. I'm like, this is bullshit. It's, it's buried in the city of rubble. So I can't get it. <laughs> I have to go to New Game Plus to get it. Uh, and obviously, I have to do New Game Plus to get the other two achievement endings, um, which I actually could have done that ending if I. W- I wish I would have done this, and I thought about this after. I could have actually, um, before I fought the final boss, backed up my save, beat the game, got the ending and the achievement, then backed up my Steam file from the backup, and it would have reset before I beat the game, and I could have done it again and chose the other option. I had like three options because I did so many did so many side. I did like every side quest in the game, so I had like all the options <clears throat> to pick things. Uh, so, um, I didn't have all, well, there's seven now because I've discovered a seventh one. Um, so, but there's only achievements for three, but yeah. Um, but holy crap. And I do have to say, uh, for people, if you really do want a challenge, go fight the original, go fight who will you learn the original Elden Lord or Elden King or whatever you want to call him, um, was the double headed dragon. And there is a way to fight him. Look it up. I'm not going to reveal how because it's a, you, I'm not going to spoil that. Um, but go fight him. Holy crap. He is easily out for me. It was easily the hardest boss. The reason why is because he ramps up about halfway through to even harder. And then literally a quarter health, not even a quarter health, not like a tiny sliver of health. He ramps into like super Saiyan mode. And I'm like, what the hell? I died so many times at that point. I was getting really pissed because everything he does at that point, one shot you no matter what you have on. <clears throat> so it was it was pretty insane but i'd recommend that for a challenge it's probably the best challenge in the game 
until we get some, until we get some DLC, DLC out of this, obviously. Uh, and one thing I didn't realize. I want a battle royal mode. Um, <laughs> that, uh, so, because I thought, like, it was fairly recent because I was getting pissed about George R. R. Martin the whole thing with, and I was like, yeah, it's the only bad thing about the game is that he was spending time writing that game. He wrote that game. He only, okay, so he only wrote, yeah, but- fr- he only wrote the framework of the game, um, but he, and he let them run with the framework. Uh, and it was over five years ago. But, like, he didn't do everything. He said, here are the characters, here are the houses, and here's the land. Develop it the rest of the way you want. And that's what they, they ran with it and made and put all the, put everything together. And that's what they did. I bet he I bet he came up with Dung Eater. <laughs> oh, yeah. Did I tell you? Oh, so I, that's a real ending. Um, You can – he has a rune if you actually do his whole quest. I didn't do his whole quest line. Um, but you can do his whole quest line. And you get his – the cursed rune. Um, and there is an ending. Um, and it's a smelly ending. <laughs> Just to put it lightly, it's a smelly ending. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. Um, I, I remember. I kill Dung Eater. The, the you, vile Dung Eater. Well, you go fight. Well, you got to the point where he showed up at the thing, and then if you bring him a piece of defiled corpse, he def- somebody he defiled. Um, he gives you a sewer key, and then you can unlock him from the sewer. And no, I've never done any. I don't. I haven't done any quests, dude. I just went right oh. around killing stuff and fighting bosses oh. and shit. Yeah, then like quest. Yeah. Not my thing, bro. Well, then he goes after you unlock him from that sewer. You come back, and his spirit is gone from the round table, and you see a message left by him, and he's like, "Next time, I'm going to defile you." And it's like, Ooh, okay, <laughs> what the fuck is this uh, guy? <laughs> sounds, no, bro. Sounds dirty. No, bro. Defile <laughs> me. I defile myself plenty. <laughs> yeah, so you have to go fight him. He's out in the world. I have not begun to defile myself. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, there's a whole quest on that's actually pretty cool. Uh with that. And yes, after you unleash him, he does kill NPCs, so everybody knows. Every Souls game and even Bloodborne, once there's certain characters and like the well, what do you call basically released from their prison, and yes, they start killing NPCs. <laughs> so yes, he does do that. <laughs> So everybody knows. So you can ruin quest lines if you're trying to do it. So do his quest line last if you want to do it. That is. Yeah. Cause he will eat your dung. And and make wise choices of things you want to achieve before you burn the erd tree. Cause I didn't do that. <laughs> and I missed some things. That I have to go back and do now. Oh well, that's right. Cause I burned the erd tree. Hey Grim, Grim, real quick, did your mic change through all the debacle? What do you mean change to like the your camera mic? I don't know. It sounds funny unless it's far away from you. Oh, that's because the other mic's not plugged in. I forgot. Oh, it's my older mic. I see. Right. I'll just I'll, I won't scream. I'll control myself. There you go. All right. That yeah, was, yeah. yeah, it sounds better now. <laughs> Fuck you. There you go. Fuck you, dude. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> okay. So yeah, I recommend Elden Ring and uh, break for a little bit since I've been playing for a month. <laughs> I'll take a break for a little bit. Addict. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Everybody I know though is like insane. Like everybody I've talked to is just like, holy crap. But like. All my girlfriend's friends, like, they're playing it. Like, everybody's, like, just obsessed yeah, Everybody's with an act until, until you get kicked in the face by a stomp that shouldn't happen. <laughs> oh, I got, pretty, I, I, I got pretty frustrated more than a few times in that game. Holy crap. Like I said, the only thing that frustrates me is when a boss does stuff that's not part of their pattern. Hmm. 
or they intentionally put in random shit. Like, for example, the Murgot or Magar, the first boss. It's a normal movie does, but he'll just at random jump back and throw those blades. And because it's so random, you just kind of have to pray that you don't get hit by it. <laughs> because you don't, you can't, you can't predict it coming because it's random. So you'll start your swing combo. And unless you're playing a real light character, that shit will just come out of nowhere and hit you because it's random when he decides to hop back and throw that shit at you. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just, that shit is frustrating. Yeah. <laughs> can be very, it, yeah, it can be a very frustrating game, but it's fun as hell. <laughs> anyway. Uh, so, okay, so the first topic, so here, so I haven't played Warzone in a while. Um, and I know the download is huge. Uh, so devs say the game is uh, losing players over insane download. Uh, for years, players have complained. And I know, okay, so I know one coworker I actually work with, okay? He likes playing just multiplayer uh, Modern Warfare, uh, not Warzone, but it forces you to install the whole thing. And he's getting fucking tired of it. He's getting like, he's like taking out, he's like. Oh, here's an idea. Stop playing regular Modern Warfare, you plebe. Um, that's what he loves playing. I do I Good. Like Stop playing modern, regular modern warfare. Um, <laughs> so, and I understand there's no need to have to install everything. You're just playing this one part of the game. But I'm guessing there's dependencies that are relying. You can install just. Well, I don't know about on console. On console. Yeah, We're I don't know about. about on console. I know on PC you can choose what you want. Yeah. Because uh, I actually installed it on. My SSD, so I deleted it all and just installed multiplayer in Warzone. Oh, okay, yeah. Or I yeah. don't even know if I reinstalled Warzone. Yeah, on yeah, on yeah. console you can't choose, I guess. Uh, yeah, that's, that's but still, it's, it's, specifically. The uh, the campaign is only thirty gigs to the Warzone. It, the funny thing is, a while you know when it came out, it was only fifty total. Yeah. Now it's two fifty. Well, there's what they're saying is, uh, part one lazy. Part two, they're not compressing any of the files. No. Any of the assets to so they look better. But at this point, it's just too big. Well, no, it's getting silly. Okay, so what I can tell you what's happening here. Because they've added three games now. Oh, into, that's it. In, yeah, into yeah. Warzone. So, and I can tell you because I've, I've, I've watched the video of someone else covering this. Uh, when you install Warzone, it technically installs all of those games. All, all the, the games. files. Uh, uh, it installs Vanguard. It installs uh, what do you call it? Cold War, uh, and it installs Modern Warfare. Like all of them. Mm -hmm. I think it um, says that too. All the files in there. Uh, when they looked up, when they were looking through the files in their system, it was showing all of them because they didn't actually, um, like they should have built. So this is where I think they fall into a really big problem. For one, I think it should have been okay when they came up with the grand plan of Modern Warfare. Mm. Okay. Then like and had like the whole board meeting. Oh hey, this is going to be like a five year plan or three year plan. Or yeah, well they they didn't know this was going to happen. Yeah, well well they didn't know they were going to do this. Well no, but once it did, mm -hmm. yeah okay. Once they realized okay we're going to go to a five year plan. Before Cold War came out, they said hey, you got to shift your game. You have to add these things into your game, um to make it work just like Modern Warfare. You all your achievements. Your, the way the weapons work, the way the unlocks work has to be exact to Modern Warfare. Mm -hmm. So that we don't have to add extra mechanics or you mean, or have to rely on old files to run certain weapons, and which is what they're doing. 
Um, they're so relying the, the on weapons these, from the other games are yeah, in there too. Yeah, they're relying on the, all these games. They're relying on these old files because you gotta remember, all people when you do your own build, you're just choosing any weapon from any of these three games. Oh uh, yeah, I haven't played the the new thing, so I didn't know what um un- loadouts you can use. You can use it like as long as you have like obviously if you have stuff from Vanguard, you can even actually um so like, so you can play, like you can use the World War Two. I mean like. 2022 guns yes. in the World War II map. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> um. Yeah, you can use uh, so the way uh, like I for instance I I don't even own Vanguard or and I don't even own uh, Cold War, but I have I had builds in both of them because I was playing the free versions of them when they did the free weekend mm-hmm. and I was still progressing and unlocking stuff and I can still use those. Oh, can you? Yeah, that's that's cool. so that's part of one of my builds, which is cool. But this this whole. But it's like, Size. but the thing is, this is why, because this wouldn't have happened if they did what I just said. If they said, hey, um, Warzone is a big part of it. Your games have to actually, you're, you have to use the same engine. You can't change it. You have to use the same mechanics. Um, you have to use all these same assets, well, not assets, but the way the game works. So that when Warzone loads up, we don't have to pull your whole game in. We can just pull we can just load those weapons in separately. We can take the assets from, like, say, Cold War, drop all the guns in war, uh, war zone. It wouldn't take up as much space, and it would have the same functionality. Well, the, the problem is, like, it's not coming from the game. It's the campaigns, though. No. It's We're coming about, from the multiplayer yeah. portions of it, yeah. Yeah. Which, is, which doesn't, isn't as Because much there's space, so but... many weapons and everything else. There's a yeah. lot of things there. Yeah. Uh, and they're loading entire games because basically how the libraries work, have to pull on certain assets and everything else. It's just a really bad way of game designing. You can see they did not have a plan here. Who develops the multiplayer? Uh, is it Ravensoft? Was it Ravensoft? I think it was Ravensoft. I want to say it was Ravensoft. Not might be wrong. Cold War and Vanguard. Yeah. Because the people who develop the multiplayer are different people that play that do the uh No, I know. Campaign. Yeah, Raven Yeah, Raven Sledgehammer. Or Beanox. Beanox too, Beanox. yeah. Yeah. I thought but oh, Raven Yeah, but I know it was Raven's Hopper that did most of it. Um But and granted those are actually a decent deal to do it because obviously they were like the kings of first person shooters like back in the day, so and then they got acquired and obviously became mm. um so who they are. Um but I think in general, uh, like the compartmentalization of this game and the development is a bad idea too, because everybody's like working in different parts and nobody's communicating and like and then it adds they have to add all these assets in to call upon this when Warzone should be its own game built from the ground up and it pulls assets from those other games to which, acquire which them. their idea is great. Yeah. But their what do you call it? The way it happens is wrong. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What the fuck is that phrase? The conception? No, no, there's a phrase. The idea is great, but mm. the actual turnout was bad. Oh yeah, this is a bad, bad idea. I personally think like the game, it, it all runs great. It's just too yeah. much space. Like, like if you if you're if you have Warzone on your PS5, it takes up like a almost a third. Oh yeah, yeah. It, it's it's just bad development. It's yeah. just really bad development. Oh, uh, it's it's kind of silly at this point. Like, like I wish somebody there would go, "Hey guys, this isn't working out." Like, 
we're going to give you six months. You rebuild Warzone from the ground up and tell oh. and tell them to rebuild Cold War and Vanguard, and we're going to take just the weapons, and the libraries have to match perfectly so we don't have to pull everything, and people can just install okay. Warzone and okay, not have to ranted, worry. You've ranted long enough. My turn. Right, <laughs> uh, they don't care because they're not losing many fans doing it. It sucks. I think they should fix it, but they're not going to because the article you're reading is like one of those shitty articles you see on the news where it's like people outraged by a tweet and it's like four fucking people. Oh, no, I <laughs> the know amount that. of people who are mad about no, the amount of people who are mad about this are like one percent of their fan base. Hmm. Just like just like the people who bitch constantly about Apex, like when you get an update from Apex, it fucks your game sometimes and you can't play, so you have to uninstall and reinstall all of Apex. Whoa. Like, what and they the... don't care because they have they have 20 million people a day playing Apex. One yeah. of the problems that they're talking about is uh, like people that have restricted bandwidth. Yeah, that can only download like a terabyte and a half a month. Yeah. So if you're getting a 50 to 100 gigabyte update on a game, that's that's that can add up. Yes, I'm not saying it doesn't. It's not bad. I'm telling you that they don't care because the number of people just don't give a fuck. There's yeah. not enough people complaining for them to care. That's all I'm saying. They just just not enough people complaining. Yeah, and it's it, fucking terrible, it, but that's kind of, how it is. Yeah, it's just sad. There needs to be more of an outrage. When you're a fucking when you're a raindrop in a goddamn ocean, although, <laughs> which is what it is. The amount of people playing that game. Although on the other side of this, though, too, because this is Activision's last Blizzard, uh, the first of many cases has already ended of the lawsuits that are going on 18 million dollars yeah and another one just another lawsuit just was dropped last week was dro- no 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 the, not dropped uh, like came out yeah but well oh yeah came out but the uh judge side obviously against activision Blizzard and awarded 18 million dollars and that's the first of many there is like a list i was looking at like this page of like lawsuits that are being filed against them i'm like Holy shit. Like, yeah, if half of these go through, before. if, like, half of these go through, they're going to file for bankruptcy. Like, that's insane. That's literally not going to happen. Yeah, but I'm saying if half of those lawsuits that are there, even, like, if go, all, like, all going, every single one can go, dude, every single one can go through. That's still not going to happen because Activision is too big of a game company, so the government won't let them crash because it could crash half an industry. Especially now that that, that um, Microsoft technically owns them, that means that it could drag Microsoft's gaming division down with it if that happens. So that will never happen. The the government will step in and prevent that from happening. Well, no, Microsoft hasn't bought them yet. Microsoft has actually hired people to do their own investigation into the company before they even do anything. Either way, the point being so, the size of their company, the government won't let that happen. So Microsoft is before it goes out of business. Microsoft is kind of hedging their bets. Like, uh, is this worth purchasing, or is this going to be a dumpster fire forever? Mm. <laughs> it says uh, Warzone has seen a total of eight million active players between January and February. Yeah, that's, that's pretty decent. Uh, anyway, all right. So, Legend of Zelda: Breath of the Wild sequel is delayed till spring 2023. Um, fix your mic again. Yeah, your mic is 
crickets. Yeah. Okay, anyway. Um, <laughs> I repeat, crickets. So, I mean, yeah, this news is depressing because we first got news that it was supposed to be out by the holiday season. Blasphemy! I am uh, I am so upset Um, for a game that I haven't even really played. <laughs> yeah, um, like, I love Zelda. I'm just saying I don't care if it comes out this year. Yeah, because it'll about just make it better. Like, well, yeah, they'll just like make it better. Other, um, Forget about Elden Ring, dude. There's literally like three other games I want to play long before that, including like Super Mario Strikers. Man. I, I, well, I was playing Tales of Arise until Elden Ring came out, and I have to go back to that now. Like the 2D, 3D remake of Live Live a Live. There's a there's a front mission re- remake coming out. Yeah. Um, there's a couple other Wii RPGs coming out. I mean, not Wii Switch well, RPGs. Well, there's also Tales. Oh, got not Tales. Uh, Triangle Strategy, which I. I, I already I, have I, that. I will probably start playing that before I finish Tales of Arise, but that's all right, though. Uh, yeah, I got to get back into Tales of Arise. Um, yeah, so, no, but I'm not super sad about it. I'm like, okay, well, this game will eventually come out. Um, and like I said, I personally think um, it's not a bad decision because it puts them in better standing uh, next year to get Game of the Year. Because, oh, wait, I will be hard-pressed if any game beats Elden Ring. It'll be really hard pressed. I will be beyond fucking surprised if anybody beats Elden Ring for Game of the Year. Um, the Chrono Cross remake comes out this uh, this year. Um, it comes out in just like a month, not even a month. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like there's so many, and it, I'm I'm skipping over ones that I don't have too much interest in. But there's just so goddamn many coming out this year. Um, that look great. Yeah, there's yeah, there's a ton of really good ones. Um. But the, the live alive one is the thing. That's but, the thing, dude. But the impact Elden Ring has had just in out of the blue, for like no Souls game has had this kind of impact. A well, life, a life is strange type game is gonna win game of the year. Just oh wait. God. I gotta break. I gotta break your heart, Nate, because Elden Ring's not gonna be my game of the year. What? Because Xenoblade Chronicles Three comes out in October. Well, in, no, uh, no, I don't September. mean our personal like game of the year. Like, for yeah, instance, I know, I know, but. I don't care about what they think because they never give Xenoblade the credit they deserve, or else it would have gotten Game of Year in the first when the first one came out. Yeah, I so, like Elden Ring, and the and the Elden Ring story is like super fucking deep, and like holy crap, there's so much shit going on in that game. Like whole, the lure is just like I just discovered more and more shit in that game uh, of what the actual story of the line is going on. It's crazy, um, but um, as overall as appealing story so far, I was liking Tales of Horizon's story a little better, but. That's just mine. So that might be, I mean, well, that was Game of Yeah, Tales of Rise story is really good. Yeah. I got to get back into that. I got I got cut off doing, you know, working like a slave for these D&D things. Mm. But it's, when I say that, I'm not criticizing you guys. I'm a slave to myself because I love doing it so much um, that I can't stop. But I yeah. need to get back into that game. But it, it like, really, really, but on the other side of it, if they're not just delaying because they want to put themselves in better standing, is if they saw Elden Ring and were like, "Oh man, we gotta do some work." <laughs> I don't think it's I don't think it's that because Zelda's a different style game. Yeah, Zelda's not about well, that. no, the amount of content though that's in Elden Ring and there's an Elden World game and they're like, "Ooh, yeah, do but we, do we have that much content?" They do have a lot of content in the last one, not compared to Elden Ring. No, I don't know. You yeah, well, it in eighteen minutes, but we have to like this. If you play Zelda, the original, the, the last Zelda, Your mic. it had it had five bosses, all right? Okay. It had five bosses, 
And then it had like what 120 of those mini dungeons. Yeah, the yeah the shrines. And four dungeons, and that's it. And those mini dungeons were small. Oh yeah. If you look at Elden seconds. Ring, Elden Ring has like 50 mini dungeons, like 15 or 16 major dungeons, like a hundred bosses almost. Yep. A couple, I'd say like 30 or 40 different weapon styles. Like that game is far more dense than the last Zelda, but. You can't. It's like ar- arguing apples and oranges because there's just something about the feel of open world Zelda that sucks you in. No, no, and it, that's true. Like, it, it, it's just if Elden Ring did it great too. Like when you first walk out of that first tomb in Elden Ring and it goes out, and you see like, you see Limegrave. Yeah, that shit is amazing. It's just like when you walk out of the first, the 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 thing and you get the flyer so you can fly out to the actual world of Zelda. And you're just kind of blown away. But the reality is, as good as Zelda will be, it can't compete on content and size because it's on the Switch. And realistically, you could tell how much more alive the world was in Elden Ring versus how much al- how alive it was in the Switch. Like, yeah, and the fact that they're what do you call it? Elden Ring, Dark Souls in general, they have their one game that the reason why their games really stand out is because no matter what area you go into, it's completely different um characters and different patterns which means there's no copy and pasting of any enemies in the game at all where zelda has a ton of copy and paste enemies yeah it, it they did copy and paste here and there like you come across like double the 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 cat boss oh, stuff yeah. like that but it's not it's, it's nothing but, but they've done move sets though too though yeah it, it's crazy like the game the amount of shit that you just the amount of stuff that you can do in that game is kind of insane, and it, it, the amount of stuff that like blows you away, dude. I didn't know you burnt the L, the Ed tree until it happened. Like oh, no. I yeah, burnt, yeah. like I did that part, and I walked outside, and I'm like, why the fuck is everything burning? And I look look up, I'm like, why the fuck is the oh oh right, well, I'm gonna go back, I'm gonna go back and level my weapon, and I travel back to like the the round table room, and I'm like, why the fuck is the round table burning and half the people dead? What the <laughs> fuck is going on? Like, that shit just comes out of nowhere. Yeah. They don't tell you that shit's gonna happen, and half the world is annihilated for it. Yeah, in, um, in Zelda, like Breath of the Wild, there's like, you can build a whole city, which is kind of cool, um, but nothing, you can't kill storylines. Um, you can't completely yeah. chop off, like, part of the quest because you went and did something, where, like, Okay, I do have to give credit to Skyrim because they actually did that. You can actually kill off certain storylines if you actually go down certain quests. But Elden Ring did it obviously better. Um, Way better. Good old Skyrim. Yeah. (laughs) Um, So, I mean, I mean, that's what it is. Um, Oh, did you ever go back to uh, Radagon's? Not Radagon. Is it Radagon? Rodon? Radon? I fucking can't remember. Radon. Uh, the volcano yeah. manor. Do you ever go back there and actually go back to where you fought him, and he's actually regrowing? Oh, you mean the snake? Yeah, he's regrowing. Yeah, I haven't. So he's probably going to be in the DLC as even tougher. Yeah, because he doesn't technically die, right? No, like, he, no, he doesn't die. He, he's like a god, unlike the rest of them. Yeah, the rest of them are like demigods, but he's like a pure god. Well, he was eight. In, he was eight by a god. Yeah, uh, yeah, or something like that. Anyway. <laughs> and then his goal, which is great, which is to continue eating people to become stronger. Yes. So that they, and he says they can take over. And I'm like, you mean they're still alive? Well, you see the sick fuck? Oh, well, I got that sword. <laughs> it's just a bunch of hands sticking out from it. Like, they're yeah. alive. 
<laughs> they're alive. Anyway. Um, yeah, move on, because we're going to be talking about this shit for 40 fucking days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, we'll move on, but yeah, I, I'm obviously, I'm a huge Zelda fan. I have fucking Zelda shit all over my fucking, near my desk. Um, and I can't wait for the sequel, um, but I don't mind waiting. It's fine. Right in be, be behind us here. Who? Link Floyd. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, okay. So, let's get to the next app. How the new PlayStation Plus compares to Xbox Game Pass and Switch Online. So, how does it compare? Well, I'm not going to argue about pricing or anything like that, but I'll tell you this. If they're basically letting me play PS1, PS2, PS3 games, then it completely <laughs> buries the other competition. Oh, that, that's true. Uh-huh. Because the back catalog is like it's like telling me i can play super nintendo games and regular nintendo games that back catalog already makes it better than anything microsoft can provide because their back catalog is dog shit and when i say that people are like what do you mean you're a fanboy no i mean their back catalog goes back to xbox one which had two good games and then xbox three uh, 360 which was all the games you can play on the playstation side plus a couple of games you couldn't play on playstation but you don't get access to the massive library. Like the library for PS1 through 3 is massive in comparison when it comes to stuff you can't play on other platforms. Yeah, but we don't Just know like what the, the games Nintendo are going to be, though. Yeah, we it's don't not going to be all of them. No, because they don't have the money for licensing. You know how much the but, monthly fee no, they, but that No, <laughs> the, do you understand how Nintendo works? They, when it comes to the old stuff, they technically... They technically have the license as long as they don't change how it runs. No, no, no. I'm not so, for example, that. so for example, Sony can put every PS1 game that came out on PlayStation One on this thing. Your mic. <laughs> it's right next to my face, dude. There you go. <laughs> it's right next to my face. So Sony can put every single PlayStation One game on the PlayStation One onto this thing if it's emulated the same exact way it was when it came out. Yeah. So yeah, they but, can legally do that. Yeah, but they're not they're not doing that right away. I don't I don't know if the, all the games are going to be on there or not, but it says like what, 700 games? Yeah, That's like definitely 700. not the whole catalog. No, it's not. Oh, no, catalog. not at all. No, I'm just saying that like it's possible. If if you lay both these down, you have two arguments. Argument 1 is why get my games day 1 if I get Game Pass. And the other argument was why I get access to one of the greatest legacy libraries there is. And, and, and I'm telling you from my point of view, any day of the week, I'll take the Legacy Library because as of now, I don't mind paying 60, 70 bucks for a Sony exclusive because their games are always a cut above just about everything else. The question is, are they going to change, uh, depending on region, are the games going to be different? Oh, yeah. That, that I will be concerned about. Um, so it's funny how this article points out the only Xbox game that even slightly made me consider getting an Xbox. I didn't know there was one. Well, I, Lost, I will Lost, point. Lost Odyssey. Uh, Lost Odyssey, which was I, will... I consider the only good Xbox game. <laughs> no, because there was there was more than that. Blue Dragon was all right. Oh, okay. Um, God, Tales of Vesperia before it came out on other stuff was really good. Um, another thing too, and this is from a few years ago. Um, a NeoGaf person did some searching and found that Sony patented a auto translation mod that would auto translate text in video games a few years ago. So the hope 
is that they're working on something so that they can put these games from other regions up on that store and up on that platform, and you can play them because they will auto-translate the text and stuff. Yeah, that would be pretty cool. That'd be dope as hell. Um, but yeah, obviously, they're all close to actually, they're really close to the same price, a lot of these are. And several well, Nintendo's a little cheaper, obviously. Fairly cheaper. Yeah, well, um, for the premium and then Game Pass, it comes to like 119 Yeah. Both of them. Yeah. So, um, it's weird because you can't really compare Nintendo's. It's like a completely different like caliber. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, but for me, like, for instance, I'm easily going to choose, um, well, I do pay for Nintendo. Um, but <clears throat> some of the stuff for the, the PlayStation will be on PC. Yes, it will be on PC. Um, but as far as if we're just going by core libraries, there is like it depends on the person. There is zero that entices me enough to pay a monthly fee for an Xbox. Oh, Game Pass comes at one seventy nine. For Game Pass, there's nothing that I would pay money for um, monthly. I, I think Game Pass is a little expensive if it's one seventy nine a year. But uh, it would be in, it would be if someone is a true fan like of Xbox and. Uh, certain games, then they it'd be worth it to them. I, well, I think Xbox is gonna have to step up their game. To yes, they have their game, their new release games, but like if PlayStation is gonna have well over seven, eight hundred games with the premium tier, they I don't think they have that many with the no. Pass. They do and, not. and also the problem the problem to keep in mind too is that other than the new Forza, there hasn't been a single Xbox game in the last couple of years that the gaming community would consider a high-quality game. And I'm not being fucking sarcastic. People are now shitting all over Halo. They're leaving it in droves. But they're still playing um, the hell out of it. That's the thing. Not not, not the big numbers that they they were when they came out, but they're, they're still – because it's this, like, game yeah, because service crap. Har- yeah, and hardcore people will play hardcore stuff. Like, there's, like, 500,000 people playing uh, uh, World of Warcraft – that's mm-hmm. not a lot of people anymore, no. but they're playing it every day, all day long. I can't believe but there's only the 500,000. That's insane. The, yeah. the point would be that the argument for Game Pass is day one games. And my argument is, I understand it's cheaper, but I would rather have Sony not put day one games on that thing than cut the budgets to do so. Because realistically, unless they get like 100 million subscriptions, they're not making back the cost for God of War. <clears throat> Like Ragnarok, okay? That game is costing them $400, $500 million to produce because it sells 10 to 15 million copies. So asking them to put that on day one is like you're going, hey, lose money. (laughs) And then they're going, well, we can lose money, but we're going to have to cut the budget on this game or up the cost of the the, the subscription. Mm. No, we just want you to lose money. Well, fuck you. It's not our fault that Microsoft couldn't sell a game past $5 million, and that's why they came up with the subscription shit. Mm. yeah no i know um yeah and i think for instance per, like i think oh yeah that idea is neat and all day one stuff but i think these subscription services are not meant for day one stuff day ones are meant to be sold individually how they are uh, if you really want to play it go buy it um but they're made for classics i think it's really day one is for people day, day one releases on those things are for games that you know 
like we go, oh, all right, that game's going to sell about three million. Microsoft can cover that, and they can give us our money back. It's not for games that sell in the ten, twenty millions, and that's why you don't see the big ones up there. And people are like, oh, what about Forza, dude, motherfucker? Forza was selling two million copies of fucking release when they dropped it on Game Pass. Yeah, it's for non- like that's why because it's easy to cover a two million dollar cost. I mean, a two million sales cost versus a 10 million sales cost yeah and it's would, not even arguable yeah and i would say it's good for independent developers like indie games also yeah uh, but not triple a big announcement titles and, and then like there that there is going to be ps3 games yes but it's just through cloud base yes but which it already is yeah and the the problem with those is just don't don't play fighting games or or anything like that because it's terrible. The, it, yeah, the, but Game the, Pass the is cloud based too, too when you're playing online. Uh, it is, but I I what game did I play? You installed something. I played like... them on my computer and they worked great. But when I yeah, tried playing play them on a like fighting an iPad, game. Uh, because I played, I played regular I, games on on now and didn't have any trouble. I played uh, Windjammers. Okay. okay, yeah, yeah. Windjammers does not work on the iPad through their little Game Pass thing. We still gotta do a video about it. It worked fantastic on PC yeah. through cloud. Yeah. So I don't know. We just we gotta do like a whole video of a rematch. We gotta do it like, like it's an event. <laughs> we need we need, to get, we need to buy some frisbees and do a game smash based on it. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Well, man, we get the green. Well, oh, if we got a green pad. You mean pad? Like if we did a reenactment of like someone getting hit by a frisbee, uh-huh. like someone we just like throw the frisbee up and they go, oh, and right. catch it and go flying. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well we we could start it there and then just go outside and they're still oh, have the camera like follow you. Yeah, and you're going. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh man, yeah. But no, I'm glad that they came out with something. Let's see how you know how well it does. I'm sure it'll do fine. Oh yeah, I think I think yeah. Well, I'm sure there'll be hiccups for some things, but I think PSP. Be- I, w- I wish they had some Vita games on there because I know there are some Vita games that don't don't need the touch. Yeah, the Vita are, games yeah. will come. Vita games will come. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The Lord and Savior will come down, and he will drop like two or three freaking trails of cold steel fucking feet aside games. <laughs> I'm con- I'm concerned about the PSP games. They I'm, I don't think they'll be full screen. I think no, they'll be like really small because you can't they'd have to like the upscaling would be almost impossible. Yeah, in the and if you make them too big the the graphics yeah. would be bleh, like, yeah. like playing, you know, Nintendo 64 games. Yeah, that has a weird aspect ratio too. Yeah. So, yeah. Um I don't know. Yeah, like I said, and it comes down to the people that are actually what's actually more of value is what library appeals to you more in the end. Mm. Um, so anyway, so anyway, let's get to the next one. So Bungie's lawsuit aims to unmask YouTube copyright claim abusers. Oh, and there's lots of them. <laughs> and this is a good thing that Bungie's doing. Yes, it is. It's a really good thing because the fucking stupid. Oh my god, I could strangle. Especially when we got copyrighted for a swoosh sound. I was about ready to shoot somebody. Was, oh, was, there's, a, there's a copyright very, right there. We just got it, you know? I was very <laughs> angry when I wrote the, uh, what do you got, the freaking appeal for that. Oh my god. <laughs> Holy crap. <laughs> yeah, the, the copyright oh. crap is, I'm so so tired of it. Like, So back in the day, you you could cover music. 
Yes. You could do a mock music, like Weird Al type stuff on music. Yep. Or you could like sing it or whatever. Now, if it even has the tone of it, it, it you get copyrighted. You could hum the song, you know, understand man, and you get copyright claimed. Well, that's why it's people ridiculous. Are, well, that's why people are playing them either like in like slow, uh, slower or faster. Half step down. Yeah. yeah, half step up or half step down. Um, I've seen a bunch of people do that. Yeah, but it's stupid. Yeah, it's really stupid. Because <laughs> like I wanted to like record myself some drumming and some guitar or something like that. Yeah. Put it on Facebook, or whatever. Nope. No, copyright this, copyright that. It's like, come on. I'm just rocking out to their music. They should be happy. That's, well, oh, I don't think it's them. Is this? I don't think it's them. Well, no, a lot of times it's not. No. No, it's 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 the algorithm of YouTube that catches that music and does, well, wait a second. Yeah. And see, it like sees what pops up. Yeah. That, like, for instance, the whole Bungie thing, if you read into it, it does say, like, a lot of it is just YouTube's. Algorithm. Oh. There are like a gazillion other bullshit fake ones. things going. Hey, uh, I caught the, I my, that. my my chink sound. I, I you know. I... Um. Well, I think personally, they should. Um. For one, YouTube should say, "Hey, we're going to control all copyrights. There's no third parties controlling it anymore. You have to go through us and file a complaint saying this video is possibly copying and will run our algorithm and see if it is. Mm-hmm. And that's They're how it should be. Not going to do that because they don't care, dude. Yeah. yeah. Um. Like, they don't care well, about the content gets... creators because the money comes from the other people. It doesn't come from the content creators. So they don't care at all because your video with 10 million views doesn't mean shit because the advertiser is paying for that, paying that money. They'll get someone else to get to 10 million views as long as the advertiser keeps paying money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, that's true. So they don't care at all. So when you say stuff like this is what they should do, no, they're doing exactly well, what they should do because they, they're making the money. That's what they want. Well, Yeah, but so if, doing it- if YouTube keeps getting lawsuits for $150,000 per each false takedown notice, I think they might do something. Yeah, which is yeah, what's happening. They keep losing those. I mean, they keep winning those lawsuits. The no. only person that's successful. Oh, we don't beats, know yet with this one. No, the only literally, I I know because I've watched Crowder all the time. He literally explains he's like one of three people that have successfully beaten YouTube consistently for this shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but this is Bungie because he has enough money to do it, and most of the people that 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 they, sue, they don't. Yeah, they're they're gonna lose. So they go nowhere. Yeah, that's why I'm saying this is Bungie. This is a big company. Well, that's why like a big law firm should if well a law firm that's more on the side of the creators stepped up that had a backing of like yeah. a very like you know I mean all infinite money pretty much for them mm-hmm. to get behind and be like the stronghold that any creator can go to to go against YouTube if they keep on doing this. They and could, that's they what could we're... create a nice business for themselves. Exactly. Yeah, um, it's called Rumble. <laughs> yeah. Um and, and I think things like keep on going like I said it'll be the death null in YouTube if it uh, keeps them progressing. Um so you know Funny that you're talking about this, and you're acting like this is the biggest problem when the censorship is the biggest problem on YouTube, not them fucking false copyright claiming. Like the literal censorship, like removing every single video ever posted about the Hunter Biden laptop to help Biden win the the freaking election, or yeah, yeah, yeah. them or them banning people because they cover the 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 war in Russia in um Ukraine, and they have the nerve to say, well, I think they're both pretty terrible countries run by terrible people, and then they're like, oh, well, we'll ban those people because that's not true, you know, like it's that's the thing that's killing YouTube, it's 
they open up the door for other platforms that don't do that sort of shit. Well, no, that's, that's the that, problem. That's another part of the puzzle, but I'm saying, yeah. That's oh. the puzzle. Not another part. It's just the puzzle. Yeah, it's... <laughs> well, the big thing with this is it's just, it's all about the money. And there's yeah. people that, like, that do this stuff, and they don't expect to get the, they just don't want the money. They're, they're getting their money from, like, other other type of ad stuff, like Steve Terryberry, right? Yeah. How often does he? Does how often? I think it's Terryberry. How often does he, uh, you know, do videos with real music in it all the time? But mm -hmm. he doesn't plan on getting money. He plans on getting copyrighted for that. That's why he has his sponsors, like and that's you know, why a lot like of them, and crap like that. Yeah, a lot of them have sponsorships. Or so. that, that, I don't know, the stupid Patreon. Well, no, that stupid freaking mobile game, you know. Oh, yeah, yeah. King's Guard, you know. Oh, my God. That's so stupid. Everybody just like. Trash Raid Shadow Legends. Yeah, I don't yeah, care. But it gets, they get money. They get I, paid for it. Yeah, they get paid the for video, the... That covers the video and the copyright claims. So. There's this one guy who's a historian I watch, right? Um, And he went and did an ad for, like, Raid Shadow Legends. I'm just like. Guy, you do not play Rage Shadow Legends. I can do it. You kidding me? They contacted <laughs> us. What the fuck are you I talking about? Me? If I got a freaking phone call and they said $1 million to suck Rage Shadow Legends off, I'd be like, boys, I spent the entire month playing Rage Shadow Legends. D&D is dead to me. Let me tell you, this game has so much potential. Potential. It's amazing. I take that money to the bank, and a week later, I do. I'd like to. I, I'd like to apologize to my fan base. Last week, I did something unsavory to make a ton of money. I sucked off a game that's terrible. But and then I pan back and be like, "Look at all these beautiful women. I'm a millionaire, bitch." Exactly. Was, yeah. It's like, oh, I'm about to create some Shadow Legends of my own. The touchscreen controls are so fluid. Oh, I hate touchscreen controls. It yeah, because they're touchscreening shit. Yeah, yeah. Who yeah. cares how fluid it is? Is, it's still shit. Yeah, it's yeah. like being fluid, and it's like, oh, my diarrhea is fluid. Oh, no man. shit. That would be some a funny video if we did when in the middle of it, we're like, now we liked it. What do you got? Before we get into the video, get into our sponsor, Ray Shadow Legends, and just not be enthusiastic and go, this is the worst game I've ever played, <laughs> but really happy about it. It has the worst controls I've dude. ever used. And hold the phone dude, you want You want a good laugh, dude. You want a good laugh. Go watch a Ben Shapiro episode and watch how every time he does an ad, it, he literally segues it in such a way that you don't realize you're watching an ad for like 30 seconds. And then you're like, oh, fuck, I'm in the ad. Oh, and you yeah, have to yeah, skip board that, yeah. like a, it's hilarious. He'll be like, Ugh. you know, you know, they they flew over to the Ukraine to uh, Poland to talk about uh, Nord VPN. Uh, yeah, he's like they flew over to over to the UK to talk about the war in Russia, and apparently Biden had trouble on the internet because he didn't have you uh, Nord P VPN, and you're just like, <laughs> what the what? I walked into an ad. <laughs> what the hell did this happen? Uh, yeah, it's. Um, but like I said, yeah, go go raid Shadow and just. <laughs> yeah. Dude, I will I will whore myself out. I'll wear like a two piece bikini. <laughs> Give me two hundred thousand dollars, I'll be set. <laughs> oh, I don't think they get that much, but <laughs> I'll go buy I'll go buy a trailer. Yeah, they probably and then I'll never have. I, I won't have to spend Amazing, any money yeah. on my freaking uh, on rent every week, and I'll be um, every month, and I'll be fucking. Fine. And it matters how much revenue they can gain off your video is what it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, dude, Raid yeah. Shadow Legends, we're the most popular YouTube that nobody knows about. Trust me. You don't <laughs> even have any videos, dude. <laughs> My God. Oh. We're so good at making money, we don't make money. 
We've wrapped around we over 700 videos. <laughs> well, we wrapped around to stop money. Yeah, we've yeah, never yeah. had a single viewer on a D and D game, but you know what? Someone got slapped in the face by some balls once, oh and that God. is Raid Shadow Legends word. If you give me money, <laughs> if you like D and D, you love Raid Shadow Legends. <laughs> uh, we'll be like, all right, tonight on D and D, and then it just comes over with a robot voice. But first, Raid Shadow Legends is amazing, and then it just cuts back. Oh my God. Such, yeah. Oh. Raid Shadows Legends is almost as fun as talking to Nate and playing a video game with him. <laughs> there is no sarcasm in my voice. Oh, you left the other one out. What one? No, uh, that's the next. That's on the other half. The Halo failing? Yeah, it's right here. It's in the other half? No, it's at the end of gaming. Oh, it didn't. Oh, I didn't. It didn't. It's the last topic. Anyway. Okay. <laughs> I so gotta find it. <laughs> so Halo Infinite players' uh, retention is sharply declining, but why? <laughs> okay, so um, this I got from Young Yi. I think that's the YouTuber. Young Yi. Right? I think... Oh god, I, I don't remember his name. Anyway. He's a, he's a very popular YouTuber. Tuber. Okay. Maybe Young Yi. But anyway, yeah, Young Yi. All right. So basically, from what he can gather and from people is that they've lost close to eighty percent of the. Here you go. Halo Infinite players leaving loses ninety five percent of their player base since launch. All right. And I'm not here to talk about that. I'm just here to run my victory lap and slap all of you stupid bitches who disagreed with me in the face. Because <laughs> I fucking told you that the game would be irrelevant without a battle royal mode. And now we are freaking, what, three, four months out from release? Mm -hmm. And the game is irrelevant like, like without a battle royal. Just like I said it would be. Like, is there anything more to say except I was right, you were wrong, someone cue the fucking music? Well, I do have this. Grim's Gripes. It's... it's, it's <laughs> did you understand? All right. Anyway. Right now, total viewers. Total viewers on Twitch, 2.6K. Do you know how embarrassing <laughs> that is? For wow. total people. Asmongold is playing Elden Ring right now and has 40,000 viewers. <laughs> That's by himself. Christ. Jesus Christ. By bro. himself. Shroud, 13,000 people watching him play a game no one cares about. <laughs> well, Gang, he's just 24,000 no one cares about. Like, right. So I argued with these people because the, 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 new, the new lie is the reason why people are leaving it is because there's no season update and the li there's not enough content for a live service game, even mm -hmm. though no one's paying that paying anything for these for this shit. So it's a it's just a free to play game. Yeah. Even yeah, if we're not getting no any forage, content. Forage. Even, all that's bullshit. Because yeah. even if people are even if people are leaving because of that, the fact still remains that if it was a free to play battle royal mode, they would have probably ten million people playing it. And they wouldn't be any complaining about a lack of content. Because if you know anything about people who play battle royals, they they like getting stuff. But they don't care anywhere near as much about getting new 
skins in Apex than they do in playing Apex. And we would have at least streamed it twice by now. They like <laughs> playing. I would, I would probably be playing it for a while, but they would like they like playing Apex. That's why they play it. Mm-hmm. But these people are making this complaint, and it's just a circle of stupidity. Because it, let's say it's because no content. Well, guess what? If you had a battle royal mode and that shit dropped and got the 10 million players like every other battle royal mode does, they'd have more people for content because they would have mass hired people and started making skins and gun skins and all sorts of freaking armor skins and because they would have been a hit. But the free to play came out and people pretended like it was a hit. And like I said it from the start, it fucking wasn't. People well, played it for and, a week. And the skins and, they had were well, blue, I, I purple. Think, yeah, <laughs> I think the thing is, though, People initially downloaded and played it just like myself. It's the nostalgia of playing like Halo. Yeah. Um, and that yeah. It comes down to, and that was what it is. And like, if your game is failing this bad of uh, people, so it's free to play, free to play. You don't do anything. You just play it. Okay. If people are not willing to play your free game, how many people are willing to buy it when it actually comes out? Well, it is out. The, the, no, I mean, when but, yeah, yeah. that's my whole point. Plus it's they like, don't have the co-op like, mode, which everybody no, wants to. What too. people yeah. are missing is that it's, it's a cycle. So you can complain about hating Battle Royal mode all you want. Mm. But if you have a Battle Royal mode, you get the player base at first. Okay? Now, it doesn't mean you have you can be lazy, but you get a player base. And then that player base feeds money back in because of because it's a Battle Royal. Then they go out and buy more, uh, hire more developers, and they start mass producing stuff for the game. That like EA dropped Apex. No one thought it was going to be a hit. EA didn't think it was going to be a hit. Then they were like, "Well, we have 13 million people playing in them in a month," and they were like, "Oh fuck, hire some people, start pumping out skins." And there you go. Yeah. Can't hire people and pump out skins if it's not making any money. And it didn't make any money because, are you ready? This is going to really piss some people off. <laughs> you release the part that makes money on fucking Game Pass, and you release the part that doesn't make any money because it has no goddamn content and no Battle royal mode out for free. I hate to break it to you, but Game Pass is part of the reason why Halo Infinite sucks. Mm. Smaller budget, lack of money coming in from their shitty live service that doesn't have enough content. Because they didn't get enough players because they didn't have the new thing that everybody's playing, which is the Battle Royal mode. And then they drop the campaign a couple months later, and nobody has to buy the fucking thing because you're giving it away for fucking free on Game Pass. Yeah, yeah. So, I'm looking I'm looking to see like what updates came out this month. One, addressing issues negatively impacting the player experience. What are yeah, they? Not having a battle royale. Uh, <laughs> they're they're, they're oh. essentially fixing bugs because there's buggy stuff. Yeah, but yeah, the yeah. problem is, the reason why people were bitching about that other fucking shit, and the reason why I have to fix all of that because, oh, we're not getting enough gear, there's not enough content, is because you didn't have a killer mode to keep people playing. Yeah. If you had a battle royale mode and you hooked 10 million people, they wouldn't bitch as, mu- as much about not getting skins and boxes quicker. Yeah. Fuck, you barely get boxes in PUBG and people are still playing that shit. Completing Season 2 and delivering it as promised on May 3rd, which I already think they postponed it. Yeah, they postponed it. Uh, Continue to work on campaign co-op Forge yeah. in Season 3, which has been postponed. Boom, way postponed. <laughs> yeah. That's been fucking We also pushed. have a priority zero that undergrids everything we do, namely Team Health, 
<laughs> with an emphasis on getting ourselves into a sustainable development rhythm so that we can deliver great experience to all of you to while keeping <laughs> while keeping a healthy work-life balance priority, priority zero thing. means that we sometimes need to move slower so that we can move faster later frankly these last few months have been slower than we expected and we sincerely thank you for our your patience as we stay true to okay. the priorities all, above all, all i heard there do you know what the saddest part about all that is too if they're like, don't worry, we're rushing to get stuff that you can buy. We're <laughs> rushing to get cosmetics that you can buy out to you. And the fans are like, hurry up, I want more cosmetics. And I'm sitting I there going, give you more money. You don't want to make the game funner? Yeah, because or, you or... want your shitty cosmetics, and 99% of the shooter world wants a battle royal mode so they can try Halo. Yeah, all I heard there at the last part of it was, hey guys, we need to hurry up, slow down, and get things done. What? What are you talking about? <laughs> it, it's like, it's like fucking. It's like Doc was prolific. <laughs> everybody turned on him. Everybody was like, "Shitty fucking D, uh, uh, battle royal streamer." Blah 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 blah. Dude, I'm not being hyperbolic when I tell you that 80% of the fucking shooter base is playing battle royal modes. Yes. And the reason why you don't like them is because you're trying to be cool by being edgy and being anti the thing that people like well, right now and, or be your Ben and you're not any good at him. Yeah, There's no get, other reason. Good. And like, even, you say, even, well, even if they didn't have a battle royale, they didn't have any big thing to draw people in. No. Like some, some new about mode. This. Think about this, dude. The Oh fuck! What was I gonna say? You you fucking ruined it. I had a good fucking. <laughs> I, I played what's that? I've played uh, what's that game? The freaking other game, way more uh, than Halo Infinite. Um, the Portal game, Portal shooter. There. Oh yeah, The arguments against Battle Royal. Ugh, it doesn't fit Halo. Fuck you! It doesn't fit Halo. They're goddamn shock troopers that drop from the sky. How does it not fit a battle royal? There's tanks. There's open the, the maps. The best maps in those games are always the split giant gate. blood gold. Yeah, Splitgate. I've played Splitgate way more than Halo. I've enjoyed that game way more than Halo Infinite. Yeah. Best maps in that game have always been the giant ones. So that's a lie. Number two, you complain that battle royal modes are are, are boring. They're not boring if you don't suck at them, dude. I never have trouble. Rarely. Every now and then I'll have a game where I come across very few people. But nine times out of ten, when I play a game of Apex or PUBG, I'm running into people almost immediately because I'm playing the game correctly. You think it's boring because you're running around from house to house checking everything for loot and not bothering to fucking chase down gunshots. You're, you're looking sound for loot while watching your back the whole time. <laughs> Which yeah, is, the that's is, the excitement, you know? You want to loot, but you're not supposed to fucking spend your entire time looting. Mm -hmm. That's why you're bored, because you're not intentionally trying to seek out combat. You hear gunshots in the distance, and you're bad at games. Sorry, you're bad at shooters. That's why you play Call of Duty, or you play fucking Halo. So you hear a gunshot in the distance, and you're not fucking smart enough to register where the direction it came from. Mm -hmm. So you can't bother to run over and pick a fight with that group, because you're just like, oh, this gunshot's going off. Ugh, ugh, because you don't have the spatial awareness to know where it's coming from. Yeah, so you can't pick hold it on a firefight. I can hold it on a firefight nine times out of ten in PUBG. Yeah. Like I, it, all the all the excuses against a battle royal mode are the most crotchety old man yelling at a fucking cloud thing I've ever seen. <laughs> and instant, they, all, they want instant gratification. It's, yeah, it's, oh, they yeah, all it sound like men. <laughs> you know, I, I can't keep up, and it makes me mad. Lost focus. Anyway, so that's been gaming. We're gonna move on to old, some exciting topics on the tech side. Um, yeah, right. Including Star Wars, which is going to be awesome. 
Oh, I'm going to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> so, but until, but once before we get into all those topics, we'll be right back. What time are you going to hit hit Star Wars? Yeah, I'm just going to leave it at 7.30. The, that's, so that's the last topic. I'm going to eat at 7.30 leave it so I can eat my dinner anyway. Dude, so we got new doors, right? Mm. At work. And their budget, like the little track they run on, are so budget that when we get new soil in, I have to roll them up to the front, front where the doors are, mm. lay a pallet outside the door, and then restack all the soil over again onto new pallets because I can't roll them out the door without breaking them. You want to talk budget? You know the cases that we have now, the the freezer cases that have lids yeah. now. Yep. You know what holds those on to the case? What? Caulking. <laughs> Why? That's the <laughs> that's the design. There's no like just like bolts or anything that holds those top windows down. It's literally held Why? on by caulking. I don't know. That's the bad design. Your your Walmart. <laughs> fucking Walmart. I know you're greedy Shh, prick. Alive. Shh. <laughs> okay. You're Dalmart. I know you're greedy <laughs> prick. But how the hell can you not afford oh, they, doors? They can afford it. <laughs> they can afford it. It's not that. Uh, Cutting to their bottom line. Yeah. We got to clean ceilings. <laughs> There's priorities here. That man and I were crying. They're like, oh, are we going to like come through the ceiling, the the the, the ceiling windows there, the skylights, yeah. and like drop down on ropes like the Marines or something? Oh, we were we we're crying. It was uh, like, what is, what is this? This is ridiculous. Uh, <laughs> anyway, all right, put me to sleep. I'm leaving at seven thirty to eat anyway. <laughs> so right, let's go. Let's, let's move on to technology. We got stories of. Vikings and Star Wars and weird gadgets to put on your face <laughs> <laughs> and side loading of apps and all that fun jazz. So, but before we get into that, oh, that's not that fun to me. <laughs> what has everybody been checking out this week? Uh, in this, I've been looking at um, Will Smith punching, uh, hitting people memes, <laughs> yes. not because I like so, any of the Oscar yeah, stuff, but I, because I, I just find it funny. So, I really dived into that and. After I really why dove in, no, those people are pathetic people. Why would you dive into? Well, it? no, I just dove into just analyzing it and stuff like that, and reading things, and I'm like, I was putting together a lot of puzzle pieces, and I'm like, it was completely fake. Completely. No, fake. it wasn't. That's it was completely. You, it was completely. No, fake. it was. It wasn't fake. You're completely missed what's going on. Have you ever Have you ever bothered to see an interview with Will Smith where they bring up anything family related? He looks like the guy. You talk to in life, like a friend of yours who's going through some rough shit. And every time you talk about any kind of subject close to that, you can see they're having trouble from cry trouble not crying. So me? <laughs> okay. I'll give you a perfect example. That time when I ran into you at Walmart right after you had broken up with your girl mm -hmm. and you were trying to talk to me, and I could see you were struggling not to not to break down. Mm -hmm. You see that on his face all the time when they bring up things around his family. Yeah, because yeah. for the past for the past like 20 years, his wife has been sleeping with other men mm -hmm. and he knows about it because she tells him. And that slap wasn't him hitting Chris Rock because he was mad at Chris Rock. He hit Chris Rock because he's been humiliated for 10 years, 20 years, and he's holding it in. So and when the, way she, that the way she looked at him was more like, if you don't do anything, I'm going to do it yeah. again. <laughs> and he's, he's, that's, 
you see it. He goes up there to he goes up to get his award and he tries to apologize and calm down and he has trouble not breaking down mm. because he wants to snap and be like, I don't want to be around you anymore, you horrid, frigid bitch. Mm. And she's like, Oh yeah, he's okay with it. No man is okay with that shit. Mm. And he's been humiliated so many freaking times. She she beats up on him more than he did Chris Rock. <laughs> that's how bad it is. Yeah, and that's I, uh... what like it wasn't stage Nate. He literally blew up because he thought he had to defend her honor, and then once he slapped him, he realized he had already fucked up and just started steamrolling. And all mm. those emotions he keeps holding back for all the shit she puts him through started pouring out, which is why he sat down and started swearing. That's how you know it wasn't staged because he started swearing. Yeah, and they wouldn't air that on live TV, which they did. Well, no, 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 he no. Sat oh, down. Oh, oh, wait, so only. About half the networks aired it, the other half muted it. Yeah, because they caught him in time. Yeah. But they would if they staged it, nobody would have got the F words out. That's my point. Like that shit wasn't staged. That was but, that oh, yeah, they would have yeah, they would have been able to bleep it. Um, so it. but you gotta think, okay. <clears throat> the Oscars have been failing in ratings I understand every single understand. year. This year was the worst ratings. And um that happened well, last year was the worst ratings. Worst ratings. But um um, and it wasn't it wasn't that far into the event that this happened. Um, and how many people tuned in right after? A lot. A lot. You saw if you looked on the Twitter history and stuff like that, tons of people all of a sudden tuned in right after that happened. Yeah, no, I understand it, that. But... You're delusional. I think it was just coincidence. Yeah, there's no way because you have to understand that if hmm. if they staged it and they were and it was found out to be staged, then the FCC would pull the license for that to be on TV. Yeah. I can tell you it was a great thing for memes. <laughs> of course. Yes, that's what I've been looking at. Memes. Okay. But it's also a terrible thing because I think Will, Will Smith is probably a pretty nice guy. Yeah. Well, no, I've heard. I've really yeah. he's a really nice guy to meet, actually. But yeah. now people but are look looking up, how... like, history stuff. In 1991, he was doing an interview with, like, Arsenio Hall or something like that. He was making fun of some bald guy saying that he has to wax his head all the so time. So. But, like, my point is, if you look at <laughs> well, he's a hypocrite. he's a real nice guy. Then you look at how fucked up his children are. Mm-hmm. And then you look at his wife. You look at what his wife talked about, how she does, and how she, she does it all the time, and he's fine with it and all that. And you start to realize, this dude had some issues when he married her in the first place. Mm-hmm. And he's like that guy you know who's in a terrible relationship, but he can't get out because he doesn't know where else, Like, he doesn't want to get out. Yeah. Well, yeah. You know, yeah, he, yeah, doesn't, yeah. he doesn't want to leave her and his kids, but his kid. His kids are fucking screwed. They are so messed up. They are worse than any other Hollywood asshole. They're worse than Justin Bieber. Because Justin, <laughs> just, Justin Bieber was just a teenager acting a fool. Okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. These kids have brain damage. And it's because of his <laughs> shitty wife. And he's fucked up because of his shitty wife. And again, you can look up interviews where they're on interview together. And they ask questions about their marriage. And they get to him. And he starts talking. And you can see him trying to fight back from crying. And they've had no. It's like they're just asking questions about how their marriage is and stuff. Yeah, I don't know. Like, do you remember that guts meme that was going around where people drew his face? That's from an interview where they talk about how she sleeps with rappers and shit. And they're asking him, and he's like, "I'm okay with it." But you look at him, and it looks like his body language is like everything he's doing is trying to say, "I'm okay with it," without sounding like he's about to cry like every word is like like he you could tell he's trying to fucking not cry mm. yeah that was like and that's so everybody knows like you talking about the guts meme 
Um, so oh <laughs> the gutsy, um, it's it's a berserk meme for two, uh, for one, uh, and uh, for two. Um, so Griffith was my favorite character up until this point <laughs> in, this, in the anime, and it's like one of the most disturbing scenes in any anime and manga you'll ever see. Because yeah, he's they, literally just like I won't raping. tell you what he does, but basically the meme is <laughs> the meme is like the meme is like got to Griffith, good friend, and it's like a picture of him and his wife or something, and then like Griffith <laughs> Griffith doing him dirty, and then it shows Will Smith in this interview with the gut hair, and he's trying real hard not to cry. He's like. Not my wife. He's trying real hard not to cry, and, and you're just like, oh god, and, oh god, she's fucking, she and, cucked him. She cocked him. <laughs> well, what Griffith does uh, doing dirty is just, that's a very, like, PG term compared to what actually happens. <laughs> my, my favorite, my favorite uh, meme is, uh, where is it? It's fucking, oh my god. It's so funny. This one. Which one? Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's, right, it's right here. The interview, the clip is Jada Pickett Smith breaking Will Smith's hearts for four minutes, and it's just her answering questions that he's listening to her answer, and then the camera's cutting back to him, and everything she answers, you can see his heart, like his eyes and his face, trying so hard not to fall apart, and then go, "Yeah, but I'm okay with all of it." It was, it was that like that like that episode about his father in Fresh Prince. Mm. <laughs> that, that, that's that's his fucking I'm trying not to die face. Yeah. That's um, what that is. It, that's because she's a terrible, frigid, worthless piece of shit. And I don't uh, care what anybody says. So I, I, I've been it's watching uh, one of the only good uh, <laughs> Star Trek shows going. I've, I've realized they're oversaturated with shows right now. There's like four or five that, right that now. There's two. No, there's, there's three. I don't Both. count animated shows. There's three live action. Well, no, Dude, there's a third you one don't count out. animated shows, Real soon. you count the two yes. terrible shows. Uh, yeah. That one is going to be awesome because it's going to be just like the original Star Trek, and it's going to be fucking great. I guarantee you <laughs> it won't be. It's going to be oh, crap. L Lower Deck is funny. I know you don't like uh, it. Lower Deck huh? is bad, too. It wasn't bad. It, it was, it's like G-rated Rick Dex and Morty. Lower Deck is terrible. Uh, it's... It's not as bad as the TV show, but it's pretty bad. It's better oh, than Prodigy. That, like, that was, I was bad. Like, I was like, Discovery I, was Discovery is shit. I, I fucking shit. love Discovery. Like, it's easily. <laughs> so, it's a reason um, why Paramount Plus doesn't get many viewers. Um, it's because they have shit like that. That show has been. That's why I got two free months. Like the yeah, it's because weird. it's struggling and it's struggling because that show is shit. Um, and that's what they're offering people. Well, Halo. Well, um. Well, no, like the first. I watched season, that too. Compared to like how far they've drawn since the first season of Discovery, it's like holy crap! Yeah. Like yeah. it has gotten like, especially once they got that Canadian director. I can't remember his name offhand. Um, in season three, like holy, the show went to another fucking level. <laughs> so yeah, you're know. right. They, they they went to another level. They went to another level and got a failure who's never won anything in her entire life to play the president of. The fucking universe. <laughs> Not the universe. The president of Earth. It doesn't matter. Oh, how is oh, she oh, wait, even? She's, how well, is, to put it, well, she's the president pretty much of the UN. Is what you want. How is she? How is she important at all to you liberal fucks? She lost her race and spent two years claiming it was stolen. And then when Donald Trump claimed his race was stolen, she stopped complaining about it and started claiming you can't steal races. <laughs> 
She's the biggest hypocrite in the world, and she's never she lost everything she's done in po politics. Well, and I, people are acting like she's Jesus. Well, no, I'm so she's confused like, right now. Well, well no, we're talking about Star Trek. Well, no, here. she's one of the few like <laughs> politicians I like. Well, mainly because I was following her career beforehand, and she's like always been a huge Trekkie uh, and a huge like Doctor Who hand. Like, and just in general, she's been she's part and she's gone to like she's a an lot actress of, who's a politician. No, 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 she's oh, she's a politician. Oh, her name is she's gone she's to not an actress. She's but, barely a politician. She's racist, but, and she's a hypocrite. That's no, the thing people she, hate about her. And she uh, goes to like a lot of these conventions. Like she was at DragonCon. She was at JordanCon. Yeah. Um, she was. She goes to like a lot of sci-fi conventions and stuff. She's really a big part of the sci-fi. Anywho, community. I'm talking about what I'm watching. So <laughs> yeah, you said you said Star Trek, and I'm just pointing out that they put like it's like the show went <laughs> to another level, and I'm like, yeah, another level of bad. It dropped another foot down because they got a well, nobody that literally ninety well, percent of the world doesn't care about. Well, no, this like player so, This is how well that show is doing. So like I said. Uh, the third season. Where's uh, the mute button? It was only it was only supposed to be three seasons, right? <laughs> yeah. It was, and you can tell from the way. The third, I know, and it was, now it's going to be five. Well, no, the way the third season ended, it seemed like a series finale. Mm -hmm. Then, um, the fourth season was like kind of an extra, which was cool, and it was really good. The fourth season was really good so far. Well, it's it's over. Uh, and out of the blue, they announced, "Hey, we're doing a fifth season." I was like, "What the?" Um, and uh, I was watching reading an interview with the new director, um, and basically. They're impressed, like beyond, Paramount's beyond impressed where he's taken the show, and basically they're offering intimate, se infinite seasons as long as the as long as it keeps on getting ratings. And they didn't think it was going to go past third season with good ratings, and it's gone. The fourth season has better ratings than the third reason, season, and it's like holy crap! So they're pushing right forward, which is awesome. Anything else? No. <laughs> I, I I watched the first Halo. It was okay. Like he said, like Grim said, the the CGI was a little questionable. It looked it looked okay in the dark scenes, but the, during the daylight, no. Oh, um, uh, not a little questionable. That gun looked like a fucking pudding. Which <laughs> which gun? When, there's a part where he throws down like a battle rifle, and it looks like fucking pudding floating. Oh, there's a part gotta, where gotta, he does like a leap. He uh, does like a leap, and it looks it looks. Uh, uh, but that well, well, you gotta have the Halo hop. Yeah, and then um, that show is dead on arrival. And then I watched uh, Murder on the Nile. I need to watch that. Yeah, it, you need to watch better stuff, dude. I'm gonna start dropping um, you suggestions. Hey, I'm not watching anime. Agatha, oh, go, Agatha Christie is one of the best authors. Of, Beth? Agatha Christie is one of the best <laughs> authors of our. You mean Nate? It doesn't matter how good she is because when they. When they adopt stuff, they always screw it up. Look at fucking Halo. How do you screw up a Halo TV show? How do you make a Halo it's a, show and never don't even look at the game? It's oh, yeah, that's, just, that's, thin. that's silly. Hey, dude, the Halo story is thinner than a fucking uh, a Victoria's Secret model who has who never eats. <laughs> like it's so, dude. Yeah, it's like it toilet paper. Shallow. It is pretty it's toilet paper thin. How do you screw up? Man crash lands on Halo with small squad of soldiers, fights his way through, through, finds out the Earth is being invaded, rushes back to save the Earth, fights a battle to save the Earth, and then a big showdown at the end of Halo 3. How do you screw that fucking story up and turn it into a story about a little Asian girl and her dead friends? Like, these people, it's they got should. nothing to do with... I know you like these books, but it, it's become increasingly apparent that these writers of these TV shows are selfish. Mm. They go out of their way to get the rights for these shows, and then they go, 
but I'm going to write it the way I want because well, I think I can like, do better. I can tell you they didn't really change. Like, for instance, like but Murder on the Orient Express and Death on the Nile, like, they really didn't change anything. These are big events. That's why there's a lot of stars in them um, because they're basically redoing the same movie and stuff with bigger stars, more effects, uh, bigger budget kind of thing because they did it in the 70s too. Uh, and I think they did it in the 60s. I think it was two. I don't remember when. There's also the TV show they did. Um, so basically they get money. They want to redo these things, and they, they pretty much stick to the same script. They don't change anything. Dude, I'm jaded by this shit. Okay, I'm just jaded by this shit. I wonder if it would have been better if uh, Steven Spielberg still had a part in it. Well, that, that reminds me, I did watch something. So when you're done with that, Nate, I got something. Okay. Um. Um. Obviously, um, I finished obviously Star Trek Discovery. Loved it. It was awesome. Um. But one show. Nothing Star Trek. But no. But <laughs> I, okay. Okay. Uh. The one show though, I was like, holy crap, that gets like, and I can't say about more better things about this show. I've said it multiple times in this show. People need to check it out. It's Servant. Um, it is easily one of the best shows on Apple TV there is. Easily. What? By first, like, uh, Servant. What show? Servant. It, like, yeah, I get it. it's shot like, okay, for once, it has a feel, and it's shot like a Hitchcock movie, for one. And then it has the feel of, like, a psychological thriller during the whole episode, every episode. Uh, along with all these other crazy mysteries and this occult that goes on, the, all this crazy shit, and the ending. Oh, this, I might show a lot. Never mind. The, this, <laughs> this ending for this season was like, holy shit. Well, there's no point in me watching an M. Night Shyamalan show because I immediately know it's just, hey, let's see if I can twist you at the end. So, I don't. Um, That's all. Like, you know what's coming, so it kind of ruins the surprise because he doesn't have any versatility with his shit. Uh, but yeah, it's just I love how the show is shot. I love how the, the actors on it are absolutely brilliant, um, and they're all new actors I've never seen before, and this is the first time I've ever seen them in the show. And the uh, and the third season ended, and it was like holy crap! Like it's amazing. Too hard to get and, love to and like somehow it. Sean Bean is still alive on Snowpiercer. I have no <laughs> idea how. <laughs> and, we're, and, and we're only we're two episodes <laughs> away. We're two episodes. Sean Bean's still alive. That show is shit. We're, we're, two, <laughs> we're two episodes away from the finale for that season. Uh, for that show for the season, and uh, he's still alive. <laughs> and it's the okay, one show. Okay, so let's get... It's the one show where you're rooting for him, someone to fucking kill him. <laughs> right. Before I leave, let's get let's get to something more fun and more entertaining. I finished uh, the last woman. Oops, I mean the last kingdom because they fucked up my favorite TV show. No, oh, no. I thought they canceled that show. They did. This was oh. the last season. Oh. Okay. So. I know that they don't have time to do the whole series because the series is like 13 books now and it's not done yet. Yeah. So they had to cut it short. All right. So the last season of the last kingdom went from being about Uhtred, which is like, you're at the end of the series. You need to finish up Uhtred's story. Instead, they emasculated every guy in the book in the show and made it all about the chicks. So the first three episodes is about his his ex friend um, attacking his daughter's new kingdom because she's now like the queen of like Daneland or something out of nowhere. Um, they spent three episodes on that, and then they waste four more episodes of that girl trying to find him. Meanwhile, they they introduce um, some girl to tell the king what to do. So now the king of like England of Wessex runs around. Like, he goes from being a brilliant strategist to a fucking moron this season just so the queen can tell him everything he's doing wrong. You know how, like, you watch a show and you're like, that character, like, when they killed Joel, Joel in The Last of Us 2 and you go, 
Joel was never that gullible. Why is he so gullible now? Mm-hmm. Or like you watch a TV show where they kill a character off and you're like, that makes no sense because their character would never fall for that. Yeah. That's what they did. They just they were like, well, the king, who's normally very smart, is now a bumbling fool. So this new woman they introduced can tell him everything to do and be the strength behind him. And they keep referring to her as the strength behind him, leading him. Then you fast forward over to Uhtred, and they spend the entire time with Uhtred making him cry about the woman that's dead uh, or dying. Instead of doing what Uhtred would do, which is trying to save her. So they do all this shit. And they fit three books worth of story into one season, oh, and then God. they get to the, f- then they get to the fucking end. And Uhtred, who is the greatest in, in this show, he's the leader. He he brings armies together and wins battles. In this fucking, and it's the last season, so you would think they do something great, dramatic with him. No, he's not even really present during the last battle. Instead, his super daughter, who is now the queen of Daneland and, and commands an army of thousands of freaking. Vikings, all in a matter of like two days, by the way, storms in and saves the day, saves the king, and becomes the queen of, of Daneland. And the king, like, bows to her. Oh, Jesus. They rewrote the entire last season into feminist power. Well, and I know that sounds like I'm being a dick, but you had five seasons building up the story of Uhtred, and then you didn't bother to finish his story correctly. And that's an insult to fans because the fans, you know how it is that you watch a show and there's an arc kind of yeah. like when they killed, they killed kind of like when they removed Rick from, from walking dead. At that point you were like, that's not the, that's not the end of Rick's story. No. Well, that's so you kind of just go before the episode even aired. They said, Oh, don't worry. That's not the end of Rick. He's going to come back. Yeah. So you are, they, it ruins it. Yeah. Like if that, if they had done just a, a TV show about a strong queen, of Daneland ruling Daneland, I would not be sitting here going, "Oh, that's fucking terrible! How they ruined this show." I might not like it, but I'm not going to bitch about it. The idea that they spent four seasons building to this climax with Uhtred, and then they rushed his climax and focused on all these side characters instead of him, so they could have that stupid shit they do in TV shows where they call back all the side characters. Yeah, and they can be like, "Look, everybody, all the fan favorites are here," and I'm sitting there going, "I don't fucking care. Yeah, I want to see Uhtred." Like, that book, that show was supposed to end with a flashback forward to Uhtred in his deathbed. Because if you ever read the books, they're all him telling the story of his life before he dies. Yeah, yeah. So the way that should have ended would have been, should have been a flash forward to him being old and dying in his deathbed. And maybe seeing, like, the gates of Valhalla. Yeah, or something, yeah. You know, because he was always pursuing that. No, they, no respect for their fans at all. Because they, they're like, well, our fans want to hear about women. That was another grim rant. <laughs> yeah. Uh, one of my favorite TV shows, dude. I love the, I love the, the, the Last Kingdom. It, it is so good that even that shitty last season was good. That's how good that show is. They couldn't completely kill it because how good, like, the guy playing Uhtred is and shit. Yeah. But, all right. Ugh. All right. So right. this next thing, later, this thing looks like something I have read and seen in plenty of sci-fi movies <laughs> as um, a detainee device. Yes, you're right. I, I've seen exactly this. It's like this a, a future Hannibal Lecter thing. <laughs> um, even like one of the oldest uh, sci-fi books and now a TV series, The Foundation has devices just like this to restrain people. And when now, from now on, when they say get the Dyson, they're saying get the Dyson. 
we need to torture this person. Yeah, well, we need to shut this person up. up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we restrain them. Yeah. So basically, for the listeners, it's it, Dyson has come out with a set of headphones that also has a air filter thing that's on the front of your mouth, like a yes. mask. Uh, but I don't understand why. I'm really hoping this is like an April's Fool thing, like early. <laughs> <laughs> it is just silly at this point. It, uh, it is really I, silly. I man, <laughs> I don't understand it. I really don't. Does it have a? Oh, does it, are you are you gaming in like heavy smog or something? <laughs> like, what are you doing? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like I, I bought. There's a little video for it, so I'm like, I want to see it. It goes like April Fools. Good. That like maybe there's some areas in China that are heavy smog that are pretty bad. But like, what's the why? <laughs> what are you doing here? What's the point? Did like. That John John's guy or whatever from Apple go to Dyson. John's guy. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I come up with a great idea, and when I have great ideas, I make them. <laughs> you know. You don't make them. The, you fucking uh, like. God, I. This is just. I. Mm. This this is like the evolution of the hush me, <laughs> whatever that thing was. Uh, oh, this is CES, real. This uh, is CES a, like a few weeks, a, a few gadget, years ago. Uh, like, yeah. Oh, it's definitely real, but it's just, it's ridiculous. Like, who is buying this? Well, the question is how much? Well, it's Dyson, so it's fairly going to be fairly expensive. Um, I don't need a price on here anyway. Yeah, no, there isn't. No price. Yeah, it's going to be expensive, whatever this thing is. like, And I don't see anybody actually buying this thing. No gamer's gonna buy this thing. Well, it's not a gaming headset. Well, it's just head like noise canceling headphones, but that you can use as a strain device, also <laughs> <laughs> that you can breathe into. Yeah, and it's got ear filters on the ears. My God, why? Because that's where they can put the filters. Oh, the air runs uh, through it and comes through the ears. This is a great. It seems like a great way to get an ear infection, but that's right. Well, <laughs> the best way is just wear some earbuds, right, Nate? Yes. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, and not use Q-tips either. I've, see, I've never I've had gotten an issue lectured, with, I've gotten lectured about my doctor. I've never had an issue with Q-tips. My, yeah, about not using Q-tips. But then they go and give you, tell you to use these other things that are just like Q-tips that are plastic. Oh, they've never done that. They've just said use uh, water, just pour water down your ear. Oh, I can't do that. Then, I'll go, like, then I won't be able to hear. Oh. Yeah. Screws up my ears. Water ear or whatever they call it. Swimmer's ear. Yeah, swimmer's ear. Yeah. Swimmer, swimmer's ear. Uh, yeah. But yeah, that, this, that, this is going to be a failed product by Dyson. Yeah. And it doesn't... I didn't see anything about how good they sound. <laughs> no, it it's just... It's all talking about... Uh, yeah, even though they're in a soundproofing room to test it and stuff. I'm like, they, they were testing how quiet the actual filters are the, running. That the running. noise cancellation. But yeah, that's all they're doing. Like, it's not... It is a prototype. Yeah, I don't think, and no one's going to allow that to go to market, I don't think. So, There's no reason for it. What it's going to do is going to be in a music video. Maybe, yeah, maybe. Uh, maybe at the beginning of the pandemic, that would have been a thing. Somebody would have bought it, but now we're coming out of it. Well, that's the thing. Like, a lot of a lot of these things are coming out too late. Like, Razer came out with their that, that, yeah. that mask. Well, and they forged it, too, saying, oh, it's this certified, but it wasn't certified. Yeah, yeah, well, that, that wasn't too big of a deal. But, uh... They literally came out with it at the end of the pandemic. Yeah, so it was kinda, it's, it's over, guys. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's 
Um, Nobody's buying you crap. But yeah, if they, but that's the problem. Everything takes a while, so I guess we'll be prepared for the next one. Let's see if it does anything. Anyway, hopefully, yeah, um, <laughs> yeah. But that's like the stupid like freaking test kits that uh, got sent out. Like it's like a dollar. You mean a day oh, yeah, a dollar yeah, short? Yeah, yeah. I yeah. have like four test kits sitting at home. I got sent free from the government that I'm never gonna probably. Oh, they use. sent them to. You. Did you order them? Yeah. Oh, okay. I didn't order them. Um, I keep getting the email. <laughs> but yeah, they yeah we sort of forward free to send it home. Just like yeah, it's yeah, a daily yeah. and dollar short. This guy should have been done near the beginning of the pandemic, mm-hmm. not the end. Yeah. But, Anyway, so Intel's Arc GPUs <laughs> debuted today for, for laptops, uh, but the company has forgotten its highly anticipated re-entry into the world of desktop graphic cards. Either the company has showed off what do you call a first look at the final Arc hardware, along with their what do you call the reveal that the first GPU will arrive what do you got this summer as a limited edition release. Um, will it compete? Well, that's a whole other thing. Um, the company is, what do you call it? it's, what do you, isn't offering too many details yet for the desktop arc cards uh, beyond the quick glimpse of the hardware itself. Uh, the video does show the arc card uh, has what we call it, dual fan design along with an HDMI and a display port. Okay, that's okay. If it didn't have that, it would be a mining card. So I don't know what that's so special. Um, Intel also is calling the new arc card a limited edition. However, uh, it's not clear whether that... Um, means the company will have a limited stock of cards uh, when they launch this summer, or if the anticipation for its in-house GPUs, uh, similar to NVIDIA's Founder Edition, just branding. So we don't know. Um, I don't know if they're just gauging to see if people are interested, if they can even compete. Um, Hell, if anybody can compete, if they can just sell. Well, no, graphics cards are actually coming down in price. They actually are. Not fast enough. I was talking to what's his name at work, Randy. Yeah, and he was like, "Yeah, I saw a thirty seventy for like six ninety nine, and a yeah, and a, a thirty fifty for like a thousand dollars, like a couple weeks ago. That's still too much. Oh, I know. I'm not paying getting a thirty sixty for a thirty eighty price. No, no, I know, I know. <laughs> but it's like four hundred dollars down from what it was. That's so. I know. Absolutely ridiculous. Yeah. Ugh. So. It's crazy, yeah. It's so. I mean, yeah. I mean, if they're just doing this limited run, they're not gonna. It, no one's gonna care. It's like, okay, so a handful of people have these things. So what, Intel? We don't give a shit. So apparently, uh, the Film Academy asked Will Smith to leave the Oscars after hitting Chris Rock, but refused. He broke the color of conduct. Okay, <laughs> I still don't believe it was real. Hmm. It's just too much of a coincidence. There's too many factors in play why that was faked. I, I don't think so, it was faked at yeah. all. But anywho. <laughs> um, <laughs> okay. Apple would be forced to allow sideloading in what do you call and third-party app stores under the new EU law, which would be cool because I wish it would come over here that way. Um, so Apple will be forced to allow users to install apps from outside. Whoops. What the hell did I just do? <laughs> I just clicked off there. Uh, install apps from the outside of the app store under legal what do you call it? legation gardenly unveiled yeah can't even talk here app store <laughs> legalization recently unveiled in the eu the stipulation was included in the initial proposal for the blocks sweeping digital market act so the dma which yeah we talked about that actually we did talk about that the dma um which came 
one step closer to being signed into law this week. And the EU spokesperson confirmed that the uh, provision is still included. Um, I think, yeah, this, this is the DMA. This is the one we covered that also is going to be blocking Facebook and other platforms from collecting data. They can't do that. Anymore. Oh, yeah. We did tell you not be able to collect, They will not be able to collect data. And that's when uh, Mark Zuckerberg threatened to take Facebook uh, away from, the, what do you call it, Europe if this passes. And it's like, good for, you won't do that, but fine for you. Yeah. I like to see Facebook go away. <laughs> Over here, at least, but it ain't going to happen. Um, and obviously, they point out, yeah, we believe that. I, I have a thought about your whole thing what? with that. Not right now. Uh, after, after this. All right. <laughs> we believe the owners of the smartphone should have uh, the freedom to choose what to use. Yes, and I agree. Like, for instance, on Android, you can install whatever the fuck you want. Whatever yeah. you want. Oh, yeah. You say, hey, yeah, I can install on own device. And boom. Granted, there are workarounds. You can install third-party apps on Apple devices, but it's, it's, just, uh, it's a little bit of a pain. If, a lot of times you have to go onto a computer to do it. Yeah, you do. Um, I don't want to do that. It is a bit of a pain. Um, and I think if it's my device, I own it. I'm agreeing to the terms of in installing a third-party app. It could break my experience that Apple has developed. Yes, as long as I agree to those terms, it's my device. Let me do it. Freaking, there's an app right on Windows right here that literally... If I open it, I can see my phone on it, right on the computer. Yes. I have to, it was, it's native. Yes. It's like instant with Windows. Come on, Apple. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Jesus. Yeah. Just let people do it if they want to do it. But that's what's like. I like I said, I love like the the MacBooks and stuff. I like their their computers, but their their phones. I I, I used to be a hardcore Apple, but that's bef that's before Android really started getting good. Well, yeah, yeah. Because. Android lag was I couldn't I just couldn't do it. <laughs> Scrolling through a web page where it was stuttered like hell when I had an iPhone that didn't was smooth as butter that I couldn't do it. Now they this one's great, and the customization. Oh yeah, yeah. Like that's like I know it's something small, but it's something I like to do. I like to yeah, set up my phone with a, like a you, setup. Apple has come a very far, far, far. Um, granted, I haven't done much on this, but mm -hmm. um, but like you can add, you can make custom widgets when i made both these widgets yeah um you can do a bunch of shit yeah uh, but you can't like put this app right here yeah I can. <laughs> that's the problem i can put that app wherever i want why do you have one you hacked it no this is not hacked no you can't uh well yeah if i that's, well, that's well if you have i added a blank i can do it um but i want that no but, you yeah. can't it always up justifies it no it does but you can make blank uh Widgets that don't exist, that exist but don't exist. Yeah, but you shouldn't have to do that. No, no, I know. That's I know. my problem. I know, I know, like I, know. I like with my phone, I have it like set up like. Yeah, that's very true. You know, I have it set up where I put the icons where I want to put the icons. Yeah, no. not this. Everything's top left justified or right justified or whatever. Yeah, no, that's true. And um, it, it, it's silly, but that, I don't know. And widgets in general, like they really don't have many widgets. I don't know. Up well, I don't think the iPhone does the iPhone have widgets yet. No, you well, there is like four or five apps you can create widgets completely from scratch. Yes, but you shouldn't have to make them. <laughs> yeah, but I like doing that anyway, though. Well, yeah, some people do because yeah. you're an Android user. Yeah. <laughs> so that's like a thing you like. <laughs> but a lot of iPhone people, it's the 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 convenience of how just everything yeah. just works. Well, yeah, yeah. And so. yes, I do like how my MacBook just works. And like like installing stuff is just a click and a drag. You don't have to do anything. It just does it. But, uh, and like, even like, like with my Mac, I had to, I was trying to 
get some things to because I plug my electronic drum set into it, mm-hmm. and there's apps I'm trying to get to use, and it just works. Like I I figured it out. I installed it and I open it up in the in the just GarageBand for now, and it works. If I tried to download that app and put it into the computer, I'd have to dr- download these uh, ASIO drivers. Yeah. These other drivers and and do a bunch. It's a, it's just a pain in the ass. It's yeah. it's not easy. No. It just it just works. <laughs> oh yeah, and that just works. Yeah. And you can get DaVinci natively. <laughs> well, you can on Windows. Too. Yeah, but uh, because of the M1. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. But you can get it. But you can also download it through the App Store versus going to the website. So it will um, get the updates whenever. They come out. Yeah, you do. Once you install it, it updates automatically. It'll you can set it to update automatically. Not on my PC. I have to download the new update every time. Oh, why does mine not? Do that? Anyway, I don't know. <laughs> Maybe you have the latest update that does do it. I don't, I don't know because mine's been doing it. anyway. Um, but yeah, I always yeah. have to like reinstall the whole damn thing. It overrides everything. Yeah, I personally think I really hope this passes, and then obviously the pushes. It's a big enough push where Apple has to change certain things where. It'll be available for us as well on iOS to install third-party apps. Yeah, but how often do you install legit side-loading apps? On this iPad, I haven't really done it that much. I haven't done that much because there's all the apps I have already. I, I, you know, I use. I don't have any other ones. Mm-hmm. Um, what about but, on your iPhone? I mean, your uh, <laughs> your Android. I Android, I do a lot actually. There's like three different app stores I use. Um, mm-hmm. Like Android is probably the main one. Do you have to pay for them? No. Do you normally have to pay for them? No, these are just completely just these certain are, apps that you these use. are community made apps. Oh, okay, all right. Um, that are you know I mean that are not in the app store mm-hmm. um, because they don't like Google's terms of service like that, so they go outside the. Um, so mm-hmm. yeah, and there's like three or four app stores that are actually not bad. Um, but that's cool that you can do that. Yeah, there's multiple app stores uh, on Android. Which Hell, I have to, yeah, because I, I have and, which, I have Galaxy whatever samsung's app oh store. yeah 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 yeah. and then i have this app store and yeah yeah so that's the thing with android there's multiple app stores mm-hmm. um but anyway all right so let's get into this so and it's mostly just this poster because i've been i can't i i saw the trailer to this movie and obviously it's coming out i think what, in like half a year or something like that i don't remember the date anyway uh the original trailer uh and I was like, holy crap, because it reminded me of the anime Vinland Saga. And then I read about the movie, and I was like, holy crap, it's based on the same, obviously, North, like Viking poem, uh, which is cool. And it's a, this is a conception by, I can't remember his name, uh, by Bjork and, uh, what the hell is his name? The director. I think it says it in here. I don't know. Anyway, it says it somewhere in here. I don't remember where it is. But yeah, it's two people obviously that are of, uh, they're both Icelandic, so they're of obviously their ancestors were uh, Vikings. Uh, the same thing with like the the lead character Alexander Skarsgård, obviously, was Iceland is Icelandic as well. Um, so it's really cool. Like they're these are people that were grown up learning these tales, Norse tales and stuff, and mm-hmm. tales of the Vikings and all these other things that are doing this movie so these are the people that should be doing like a movie like this they are actually going to do it right they're not going to do it with like yeah i mean like like i've seen some terrible terrible like 
documentaries even about Vikings that are just like, that's not what Vikings look like, guys. It's not how they act. Got it a little wrong. <laughs> um, so, and obviously this also actually has um, William Defoe in it. Fucking amazing actor. If you don't know who he is, then we'll, you're living under a rock. He was in Spider-Man. <laughs> <laughs> He's in a lot of things. Most impressive, The Lighthouse. But that's a whole other discussion. Um, and actually, they pointed out, oh, yeah, he was in The Witch. Yeah, well, no, the director was in The Witch. Um, the director of this was in The Witch and The Lighthouse. So, two movies I absolutely think are fucking landmark movies. Holy crap. The Witch was, I don't know if you ever saw The Witch. Well, you never watched The Lighthouse either. Mm-mm. Um, never even heard of The Witch. Uh, the Witch is a period piece that keeps you on your toes of what the hell is going on because it has that creepy atmosphere the whole movie because these are people that are basically lived in this town they get exiled from this very early like massachusetts town um a lot of creepy things start happening it's based off a real uh well it's based off events that actually did take place possibly from the witch trials that did happen when did this movie come out Oh, like three or four years ago. So this one. It's just called The Witch. The Witch. There's a, there's a few. Oh, that's The Witch subversion. Oh. Ah. But anyway, um, yeah, it's a really creepy. It has a really creepy ending. Like, it makes you go, that really just happened? Is that what actually happened? Or did that happen? Mm-hmm. Uh, which is really cool. He's a brilliant director. Um, so and the lighthouse you haven't seen the lighthouse i think i tell everybody if they're a film buff to go watch the fucking lighthouse it is by far the best film i've watched like probably like ever (laughs) just it's not my favorite film but in most impressive acting filming directing shooting setting set design just everything is fucking perfect about that movie um just the fact that, well, for one, they just made a movie seem like it was shot in the 30s in, like, 2017. Like, holy crap. 2018. I think that movie came out. Anyway. Um, so, yeah. Uh, I'm, yeah. I am really, really looking forward to this movie because I think it's going to be beyond impressive of a movie. And the fact that they're going to be... it's It says that The Lighthouse and The Witch are companion pieces. Ooh, that is interesting. With each hiding a strange and supernatural light within its center. Yes, very true. Uh, that's why I said there's some creepiness like at the end of like the witch, like near the end. Well, there's parts through the middle too that make you really question what's going on. Well, the same thing like with the lighthouse. You, It makes you at the very end, the very last scene go, did that really just happen? Or are those two guys just going crazy? What just happened? <laughs> like it's absolutely it's 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 awesome. This guy it's just a brilliant director. I can tell you this when I was watching uh the the murder on the Nile, I knew from the beginning who were the, like the bad guys. Oh. Well, yeah, but that's it's not like it was definitely predictable. I didn't well, know who was going to well, die. I had an I idea who was going to die, well, but I didn't Well, know. it's not like the, like I said, those movies get remade over and over again like um, like I've read the Agatha Christie novels. Mm-hmm. I've seen the original, the seventies ones. I've watched the TV shows. 
uh, based on all the books. And mm-hmm. obviously, so I, yeah, I mean, I go into these movies knowing already way behind, but yeah. that's what people do. Like, they, you know, these novels have been around for ages. So I plan on buying the DJI mic. Okay. And I want to do a review on it ASAP. Okay. It is a nice mic. Yeah. It's just not out yet. It's not out yet. So, getting to this last topic. So, Star Wars. Okay, there's a new book. I saw the cover of this book first, like a couple weeks ago, uh, when it was announced. And I was like, oh my God, that looks really cool. Because it's it's a really cool artwork for the cover. Um, And um, it's called, obviously, Star Wars Shadows of the Sith. And it's going to take place between Episode 7 and Episode 6. And it's going to involve... Um, obviously, because we know from episode seven that Lando and Luke were trying to find where the, wh- what they, where the rest of the empire actually went, where they disappeared to, um, and where it happened to, you know, I mean, is the emperor actually still alive or not? And that kind of thing. Cause they were getting words of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's really, and it's going to be about him finding Exegol, which is going to be really cool. And there's an excerpt from the book that already came out and it's him in a, uh, he is, for the most part, he, he's meditating, but he's technically bilocating um, because the way they describe it, he's on Exegol. And obviously, What's Exegol? Exegol is the city where the emperor was. Okay. Um, so he's on Exegol, and obviously it's described. Everybody knows what Exegol is like because we know when Kylo Ren first shows up on Exegol, it's, the scene's described just like that. Uh, the same thing, except Luke's looking around, and all of a sudden, like, these obviously weird people um acolytes or whatever you want to call them like um sith devotees or whatever you want to call i forget what they, they call them in the book um all start appearing around them with lightsabers and for the most part you it's described they all look like snoke because we know snoke was like a clone of a clone of a clone of a clone of a clone <laughs> so that's a whole other thing because we've seen like multiple bot we saw a bunch of containers with a bunch of snokes in it in mandalorian uh in the comic books so there's tons of Snokes. <laughs> um, so basically a bunch of these like weird creatures come around him. So Luke, all of a sudden he pulls out his lightsaber, he thumbs it up on and he's like, and he starts like fighting these things like briefly. Um, and then all of a sudden like they disperse and he starts walking forward. And obviously it describes this figure forming in front of him. And the figure forms in front of him, described all in detail, exactly how Anakin Skywalker looked at the end of a, uh, before he turned to the dark side in Revenge of the Sith. And it's, it's obviously his father has come back. What, from the dead? Well, no, because that's an ability. Well, to be slight history here, Qui-Gon Jinn was the first one to transition from the nether realm back to the, you mean the world of the living as a ghost. Uh, yeah, uh, as, as a force, yeah, yeah, as yeah, a force, yeah, force yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and he taught, obviously, he taught uh, Yoda. Who, well, not yeah, he taught, yeah, Obi Wan. Who taught Yoda? Who taught? Yeah. Anyway, it goes on and on. Mm. Um, so obviously, he comes back. Uh, well, we know from obviously the end of the Jedi, he came back like fairly quickly. Yeah. Um, but it's Anakin shows up, but the detail about it though, which is really interesting, is that he is he uh, greets Luke. Um, but before he greets him, you can see he has his lightsaber in his hand, his blue lightsaber mm. in his hand as a force ghost. 
Um, and Do they usually have lightsabers as force ghosts? So this is where the really this is interesting. <laughs> um, he touches Luke's. He says, "Come with me." And he touches Luke's hand, and a flash goes off, and all of a sudden he's back. Where obviously back on at the temple. Um, but and that's where kind of the expert kind of ends. But the thing that's really interesting is that little detail that Anakin was holding his lightsaber. What's that mean? So, at the very end, the original script uh, for Return of the Jedi, which I know Dave Filoni is very, very versed in because he's, like, obsessed with anything. Nobody's ever beat him at a Star Wars trivia contest. Oh, Jesus. Ever. He is, you know what I mean? So, I know this is straight from Dave. This is partly probably inspired by Dave Filoni talking to this uh, writer about certain things and then them adding what should be added, what shouldn't be. So they can plan for the future of Star Wars. Mm-hmm. Um, the original script for Return of the Jedi was supposed to have Yoda and um, yeah, uh, yeah, Yoda, Yoda and Obi Wan show up at the end uh, to help defeat the Emperor as Force Ghosts with lightsabers. Wow, that would be... why didn't they do that? <laughs> well, this is the thing. Um, they've never touched. They've never done that, and it is part of the lore technically because it was something George Lucas was conceiving of that was going to happen. Mm. Um, the same thing because there was three different endings uh, for Return of the Jedi. Uh, the other ending that would have been really cool uh, was Luke is supposed to turn to the dark side. That's why Lucas had Luke wearing all black, showing that yeah. he was going to the dark side. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was actually going to be one of the endings where he went to the dark side, and it was going to end like that. So that that would have been weird. Yeah, that was actually an ending that could have been happened. Mm-hmm. Um, but I really think that would have been cool. All of a sudden, like, you mean Yoda and Obi-Wan show up, pull out lightsabers. Mm-hmm. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man, that would have been awesome. Let's uh, do this. So I think that's what they're hinting at. And I think we're going to see the first showdown of the First Order. And this is what they're also doing. This is why it's such a such a big deal, because we see that Luke can buy locate, what teleport kind of thing, or be in two places yeah, at once. That too, but um, and it's a uh, it goes back to something Obi Wan said when he died. He said, "You strike me down, and I'll be more powerful than you can imagine." And uh-huh. they never emphasized. And yeah, never, they never showed so, what that meant. Yeah, well, no, what that meant is because George Lucas already had it written down that at the end of Return of the Jedi, in the like loose scripts he was doing, mm-hmm. that they were supposed to show back up because they're more powerful once they cross over, and they can still use their lightsaber and they can still all do these things. And that was already supposed to be part of the lure, but but so far we just don't know even know so, what that meant so yeah now now we know and they're going to use that mm-hmm. and i think they're going to use that to do episode 10 and have luke completely come back is that a thing oh yeah I, i'm pretty sure that's gonna Reincarnation be incarnation or whatever no it's not even to, that you just no, a force he's come, come back as come a force goes holding his lightsaber going okay let's let's do this he can train people he can do whatever he can be luke but can he can he not be translucent <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, I'm just saying. He's a ghost. What do you want? It'd be cool if they could not be ghosts. Just yeah, come he doesn't, back. <laughs> he doesn't need, to, he doesn't need a spaceship. He can just go wherever. Oh yeah, true. Yeah. Uh man, 
I'm pretty sure that's what Dave Filoni is setting up to bring Luke completely back. So they're never going to give up on the Skywalkers, huh? Well, that's not like, for instance, like I said, like in the comic books, like a thousand years from when the storyline that we know of takes place, all Jedi's are just called Skywalkers, which is what they used at the end of. You oh, mean yeah. the? Uh, you mean at the end of uh, Rise of Skywalker is they played off that because she's like. I'm a Skywalker. And then obviously if she goes on train field, every Jedi is now going to be called a Skywalker. And that's what they were playing off of. So that is actually real lore. Like, you mean Luke's lineage made such an influence that Jedi's are no longer called Jedi's. <laughs> Do you think they're going to ever make a continuation movie? Or are they going to keep doing freaking press sequels <laughs> press sequels well they like prequels inside the sequels you know oh because like everything's like in between different movies now well like i said they are going to set up i think personally they're setting up for a, a new trilogy that is going to take place um between episode six and episode seven i think they are setting up for that that is going to happen mm -hmm. and they're going to go against up admiral, admiral thrawn i'm pretty sure because that was the original trilogy of books after return of the jedi I think that's what Dave Filoni wants to do because that's a lot of that's my personal favorite of trilogy of books. Not my but didn't didn't they announce that they were going to do the the Republic or whatever the hell it was? No, they old never announced. New they Republic, said, Old Republic. The Old Republic would be really cool. J.J. Um, Abrams really does want to do that. That's a lot of people's favorite. That's his favorite part of Star Wars as well. Yeah, um, but they. I thought they. Excuse me. I thought they announced something. No, they announced possible. Oh. Um, because. Well, J.J. Abrams put a lot of hope in that they would do that. Because they they, like it's that. not the old Republic. It because if you notice at the end of Rise of Skywalker, in the Temple of Exegol, there's a statue of Riven. And he was hoping that they would let him do the old Republic next. But that hasn't been greenlit. So. And that's why he was trying to lead into, oh, hey, the next movie is going to be the old Republic. With the statue of Dark Riven at, in the Temple. Oh, maybe it's the show Rangers of the New Republic. There's the Rangers of the New Republic. That's got. I think that's canceled. Actually, now I was just gonna say. I think I guess. Yeah, I think I got canceled. Um. So. But yeah, so that would have been really cool, and they were trying to set up for it, but obviously it hasn't been greenlit or anything. Um, but at least in the main canon, Darth Riven is actually now part of the main because there's a big old statue of him. <laughs> so. I'm kind of excited for that game, the remaster or remake. Of the remake, oh my god, Lights that looks really Republic. cool. Holy shit, that trailer was awesome. That fucking trailer was awesome. What, what they had a trailer for it? Yeah, it was a really good oh, fucking trailer. it was this. It was like two seconds long. No, it was it was longer than that. It's a whole battle scene. Is it? Yeah. If that's the same. No, not that one. That one's really short. There's a whole, there's a, there's a one with the whole beginning of the game. Oh. It's really cool. It's really well done. The CGI is like amazing. Um, But yeah. I would say can't wait for this book to come out because I have been very well. I haven't finished it because I have to get back to it because the books are just not that entertaining. The High Republic books are really not that great yet at all. They're just they're, they're very deflating, um, not impressive. Um, granted, I'm having hope that um, Claudia Gray is going to pull it back in because she's an actually good author and she's written many Star Wars books and she is she's done a great job. So I'm really hoping that at the end she pulls it all together and pulls it in and does it right. Because the other authors so far have sucked, <laughs> for the most part. Um, I know you. There was one uh, that you read, and you were like, "It was terrible." Yeah, the first one was terrible. 
I liked the beginning, and then that was it. The rest was terrible. Yeah, not impressed with the High Republic at all. Yeah. Interesting char- Could be interesting characters, but ain't. So, yeah. Um, obviously, I'll be talking about this book after I read it, after it comes out, which is in a few more months, I think, around that. So, but until then, obviously, I'll give a whole bunch of details, and everybody else can be talking about this, because this is really going to change things. I think this book is really going to put things in a different directive. Um, but, yeah. But, anyway, this is the end of the tech, gaming, talking stuff, things. Talking gaming tech. Uh, podcast. We'll be back next week at six o'clock. Yeah, should be at back at six o'clock. Yeah, we should be. <laughs> I'm saying that loosely. Yeah, uh, I never know what my schedule uh, is. We should be back again Wednesday, six o'clock, twitch.tv slash tech prime media, youtube.com slash tech prime media. Go check us out. And obviously, until next week. For the latest and greatest in gaming and tech, tech prime media and let me, let me let me check. Let me check here. And oh, seven oh one, everybody. Oh, there we go. We hit seven hundred and one subscribers on YouTube. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> Have a good night, everybody. In...